0: Primary recording is up and running. All right, here we go. Recording in, muting you. There you go, yeah. Recording in three, two, and one.
1: Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, live from Tap Brewery and Barrel Room in Tustin, California. It's the live show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. And now it's time to sit back, relax, perhaps order a frosty beverage as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of your five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. And now, your starting lineup for the first ever live event, Corner of the Galaxy podcast. We welcome Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Wendy Big Words Thomas. Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. Kevin Baxter, the Panda. And the co-creator, producer, and the only host to have never missed a show, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Pato Guestman. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com, coming to you live from Taft Brewery and Barrel Room in Tustin, California, our very first ever live show. Glad that you could join us. Uh, let's see. We got the only day that isn't raining, so that's good. We're outside on the patio here, and as far as I can tell, about 2,500 people are here.
2: Yeah, yeah. That by, seems by yeah. LA Galaxy attendance standards, this is a sellout crowd. Sellout crowd, Here at absolutely. Taps Brewery.
0: That's how it works. All right, so we're glad everybody could join us, and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, an enlightening ninety minutes of uh, LA Galaxy soccer talk, and if not, maybe an enlightening ten minutes of soccer talk, yeah. and, and the rest we can just sort of make up as we go along. A
2: good thirty, and then a, a pretty good. A a pretty good six. I think the math adds up on that. Yeah,
0: perfect. That's how that's how we'll 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 go with that. Um, Lots of stuff going on around the galaxy, of course, as they get ready to start their uh, twenty nineteen season. Twenty nineteen. I couldn't remember.
2: All these people throw you off a little bit.
0: I've blocked out the last (laughs) two years, so I I don't try to pay any attention to that. Twenty seven days into the preseason now. The LA Galaxy just fourteen days until the match against Chicago. Uh, And and again for the fun people and for the trivia challenge out there, eight hundred thirty days since the Galaxy's last playoff game, uh, and 1,531 days since the last MLS Cup win. Uh, just to sort of keep everything in perspective. Yeah, way way uh, to bring it down. Live, live crowd, r- let's Live crowd. Get everybody excited. That's yeah. how it works. <laughs> uh, but we're really glad to be here with Taps. Taps has done a great job with us, uh, allowed us to take over the patio, allowed us to uh, host our live show here, and so uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of fun as we, uh, as we try to get everybody ready and, and sort of in the same mindset for the LA Galaxy as they have one official preseason game left, and, and really a, a closed door scrimmage. We'll talk a little bit about here in, in a little bit. Um, but as far as we're concerned, the roster seems almost set. Um, and so we'll talk a little bit about that and, and sort of go over how that goes. Obviously, we have some rumors out there. Uh, the rumors continue to fly. And then, of course, the Galaxy got called cheaters by Paul Tenorio of the Athletics. So we're going to discuss that a little bit
2: I as know. well. Yeah, but Boo Paul. Boo Paul. <laughs> I
0: like Paul. He's a I nice guy. I do like guy. Paul too. But yeah, I know. But everyone. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, who in the galaxy did him wrong to write that article? But man, we'll talk about it. It
0: was probably Giovanni Dos Santos. It, it was definitely. Giovanni that's that's who it was. All right. Uh, so we're gonna talk about a bunch of that. But uh, the LA Galaxy and going over some of the uh, the stuff that just happened this week. LA Galaxy played in the closed door scrimmage against Atlanta United. Um, Okay. It was closed door. It was closed door. Nobody really saw it. Uh, Corner of the Galaxy didn't have anybody there to actually watch it. Uh, John Rojas, who has been doing probably the best job. If you want to follow anybody on Twitter besides me, um, and it's if it's not Eric, obviously. I was going to
2: say I'm okay with you not following me. Okay, either.
0: that's fine. Uh, it's probably but follow jo- me at GIS Hammer. It's probably John Rojas who's been doing a great job, um, you know, covering the LA Galaxy. He has the uh, Spanish language sort of locked up on that side, so he gets to talk a lot with Guillermo who who is an excellent coach, not great in explaining things in English, uh, but doing a good job explaining things in Spanish. So if you're not bilingual like me, well, I am bilingual. Like I can I can say yeah. two words in Spanish.
2: You're, you're bilingual in that you know John and that yeah, that I know John and he'll translate. It for you. that's
0: exactly yeah. how that works that's good thank you I'm glad you explained that thank you uh, but John's great on that so we have some stuff from John John was able to watch the Galaxy play against Atlanta United uh, you know the big takeaway here is that they played 90 minutes um, with the starters basically and of those 90 minutes the score was 0-0
2: a thrilling so, uh, nil-nil draw
0: yeah I think the really big deal here is still that uh, you don't have any Ola Kamara Eric there's no uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic um, neither of those guys played, and we'll have some injury updates and sort of get you an idea of, of where that's going yeah. and how that's and, going. And I
2: think if you look back, uh, Atlanta did play another preseason game earlier against uh, you know our foes from across town. Let's hear the booze. Let's hear the booze.
1: Booze. Yeah, Ooh. boo. Right. There we go. and, and they
2: beat them 7-1 in, in a scrimmage. So the fact that uh, a lot of the gripes has been with the LA Galaxy defense, and the fact that they were able to hold them 0-0, and again without Slawton, without uh, Ola, you know, I think this is a good result. Uh, and obviously, you, we could talk about the, the minutes that happened after that. Obviously, things went a different way. But when you talk about B teams and uh, second-string players, then those things are going to happen. Uh, the, the one takeaway that I took away from it was Al- Allison Drini made a guy look foolish. So I'm glad they he caught did. that on video. Yeah. Because if you haven't seen that, that was something that was captured in the Galaxy, shared it. Stole because, that man's soul. Yeah, yeah that man. P- poor guy. RIP to that guy. I, I, I don't even know who it was. He doesn't deserve his name no. to be checked, actually.
0: Atlanta United. Yeah. He went one way. Alessandrini went that went another way. He He's said, where video. did he go? And he said, where'd who go?
2: Yeah.
0: Top Gun reference? Nobody? It's okay. Okay, good. Okay. No, the
2: crowd. we lost
0: <laughs> Wow, just out <laughs> completely. All right. So anyway, uh, the starting lineup for the LA Galaxy against Atlanta United, um, Bingham, Felcher, Starez, Polenta, uh, Triore, Kitchen, Jonathan Dos Santos, Alessandrini, uh, Cuello again. Which is which is interesting, there like like let's the young hear, kid. Um, and tuna again, which is which is nice to see. And Pontius in there. Um, you know, for me, I'll tell you, and, and lots of people have sort of been trying to discuss this, and and who's going to be in the starting lineup whenever it goes. Uh, you're starting to see repeat names. You're starting to see repeat positions. And for me, uh, maybe surprisingly, uh, but maybe not surprisingly, Dan Stare is starting next to Polenta. Seems to be almost locked in at this point.
2: Yeah, it's that name keeps popping in and. and in the lead up to the season, it seemed like it was Romney, Romney, Romney. And now Stairs seems to have taken that spot. So, you know, given what we saw for him last season, he didn't get a lot of reps, but when he finally did get the reps, he seemed to perform. So obviously with the training and and Valdecantos kind of whipping these guys into shape, if he's showing something well enough, to be put in the starting position, you know, with the other starting eleven, I think that's a good sign. So, regardless of what your thoughts may be on him, the fact that he's able to win out in training with the talent that's there, that's a good sign, and, and, and we're wishing the best for him to start the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's sort of my, my big takeaway, and something that we've been we've been constantly taking a look at. We've been constantly looking at and, and saying, okay, so who's going to be in that in that back line? Because the back line for the LA Galaxy was porous last year. Uh, The fact
2: that that's a very nice way to put it, I thought it was
0: Um, 64 goals. You know, the only reason that 64 is is an okay number is because they gave up more the year before. And 2017
2: makes that sound so much better. And
0: and the fact is they scored more goals than they actually gave up, which is another thing. The third best offense in Major League Soccer in 2018, which needs to continue. But if you've been seeing anything about any of these preseason matches, it has been the quote unquote lack of goals. Yeah. And, and again, Ola but Kamara, I was say, without, Zlatan Ibrahimović.
2: Without your two top goal scorers, again, scoring no goals, it, part of it, Part of you accepts it, but at the same time it is a little bit concerning because, um, you know, with international duty coming up, with Kamara possibly being gone for a few games, Zlatan his age and uh, issues on turf. Uh, you hope to have some depth there. So you hope that when those two are are off the field that you have someone else who can step up and score the goals.
0: Yeah, I mean, but who's who's that going to be? It hasn't been anybody. Where's the Quayo people at? Quayo. These are with me. This is the thing about Quayo, and and I love. I think he's a great kid. Talking to him, uh, it was actually pretty funny. We got to talk to him after uh, the first preseason game against Toronto. Um, and so he came out and he talked to the media and he was in this little scrum. We had to do it outside the locker room, which is a little strange, just sort of inside baseball. Um, we had to do it outside the locker room. He came out and he was, in, you know, sort of enveloped in about twenty reporters that were standing around, most of the normal people that you would expect there, um, doing all that. So he was in there, and you could tell he was nervous talking to the press for the first time and sort of getting that. He got through it, and he did a good job. And I think he explained stuff. He he really talked about his love of Guillermo Barros Schelotto, obviously being a Boca fan.
2: It is it is one of those like fairy tale type situations the fact that he he even he literally said it was a dream come true so when you have someone who it means that much to them that's the type of person you want on your team and so i know with the draft uh people were saying that it was a little bit of a reach for the galaxy ives was (laughs) saying that it was a reach for the galaxy for for the three people who scout the mls super draft they said he was a bit of a reach but the fact that you have someone who who means so much to them i think that you, you can't measure that, and that's important.
0: Yeah, so he, he talks about uh, GBS. He, he talks about you know everything being a dream come true. He goes through all that, um, and then he goes back inside the locker room. Well, he goes back inside the locker room on the other side of the locker room door, which isn't the world's thickest door, so you can hear what he says. And he was talking to one of the PR people, and, sh- and she goes, uh, She goes, how do you think you did? He was like, I think I was more nervous for talking to the press than I was for playing in the game, right? <laughs> which is which is adorable. Yeah. You know, again, it's adorable because he's 22 and I'm now, what, 37? They used to be my age, Eric. Yeah. You're
2: Twenty-nine. To, you're supposed to say you're 29. 20,
0: yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Nobody <laughs> believes that. Um, but no, to see sort of Quayle get a get sort of um, you know invested in the team and sort of introduced that way, and then his really his most nervous part was talking yeah. to the media.
2: Again, another good sign. If if the media is the thing that scares him more than actually stepping out on the field and, and in the stadium that he's you know presumably going to play, in, that's a good sign. That, it is a good sign. all I think, good things.
0: I think he has some technical ability. Um, I think it's real rough right now in, in terms of his ability. But you saw him not be afraid to go into, sh- into small spaces. And, and that's what you want to see from a young kid who's trying to make an impression. And we call him young. He's not young by really soccer standards. He's 22. Um, but, you know, it's a guy coming out of college. This is his first professional yeah. team.
2: And what you want to see is a fearlessness. Because I think when you see players who are tentative, that's where things go wrong. So the fact that he looks confident and he looks fearless, that that's exactly the quality th- that you want to see. So, again, Cuello... Kwayo- We'll see where it pans out. It's preseason. And so that's the funny thing about these things, too, is you could take everything that happens in the preseason and completely throw it in the garbage because who knows? But you just want to see flashes, little glimpses, because the end results are not what's going to matter.
0: Well, I mean, we always thought this is my favorite thing to say. I'm sure I've said it every podcast in this preseason, but stuff in the preseason doesn't matter until it matters, and you don't know that it matters until <laughs> it the is. season starts. It is until it So, is. So you make these little mental notes of, okay, Kwayo's showing well and he's showing he's showing good in a, really a position because that's not his starting spot.
2: Yeah, uh, he's not going to be starting come day one. So, yes, you want to see him effective when he comes off the bench.
0: Now, Guillermo Coloto has said that he wants to keep Cuello. Um, so even though I, there's been no official signing on him, and even, just because you draft somebody doesn't mean you have to sign them. That's not something that has to happen. Um, but they, they want to keep Quayo. It's one of
2: those uh, shake the magic eight ball. All signs point to yes, that he'll be staying.
0: Exactly. And so he's going to stay. They don't know whether they're going to keep him up with Galaxy 2 or with or with the, the senior team. If he goes to Galaxy 2, doesn't mean anything because they can still loan him up. What it really means is he'll probably get more playing time.
2: Get him minutes, which is exactly what you want.
0: I have a feeling they're going to sign him to the senior team and loan him down to two. Um, that seems to be the most likely scenario in all of this. So we'll uh, we'll keep our eye on, on Quayo coming in. Um, the other guy whose name has popped up a whole bunch and, and being the youngster on loan from Manchester City is Antuna. Um, Antuna in everything we've seen. Is there any Antuna fans? Do we like him already? Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. We're we're hearing we're hearing some some love for Antuna. Um, here's a guy who is 21 years old, mm-hmm. uh, a Manchester City loanee coming over. Um,
2: Playing in Holland.
0: Playing in Holland. Yeah, that's a, right. A playing in ha- and,
2: and, and he was playing on yeah, a regular basis. he was getting basis. regular minutes coming off the bench there.
0: But if you wanted to know what Dennis Teclosa was going to bring to the LA Galaxy, this is exactly what Dennis Teclosa brings to the LA Galaxy. Going out, finding a, a Mexican international, um, a guy who's been with their youth side a whole bunch, um, and sort of coming in and understanding that, you know, that's what – that that there's a player out there they could
2: get on loan. Well, and, and the added piece to this is we have a team in the league that is owned by the Manchester City Group. So the fact that we were able to scoop him from an NYCFC, that shows in the, the power of uh, Dennis Teclosa because he was able to sway him and, and make that move happen when it could have happened to another team in the league. So the fact that we were able to steal him from someone who's technically owned by another team in the league, that's a great sign, and that's a you know, sign of things to come. Let's hear it for Dennis to close up. Yeah. Look at that. I love the live audience. This, this is it, nice. This is good. Should yeah. should do this more often.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, uh, a special guest that might have been on the show had the game been down here. So just. I don't want you guys to think I completely slapped. <laughs> All right? I, I did some I did some, some stuff. But, He's uh, just saying that. Dennis is up with uh, the GA Cup today. Yeah. Um, And so he's busy doing that, um, and then he was going to come down here for the game and do all that, um, but I think he's probably staying up there for the game now. Uh, Dennis DeClosa, by the way, is a general manager, unlike maybe past GMs, uh, that we could say actually goes to almost every training, watches every practice, watches every game, and understands exactly what that team needs.
2: And he likes all of his comments on Instagram, so if that's a character-building thing for you, that's important. He's a a good follow on Instagram. He's a good guy. You know who's a good follow on Instagram? Me? At Galaxy Profile. There it is.
0: Yeah, there we go. If you're not following that, I just... (laughs) Eric came up with the idea of doing it, and I said, okay, sure, whatever. And then uh, then he really sort of like elevator-pitched me, and he was like... E news for the, the galaxy, galaxy yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, 100. Yeah, percent Your yeah. wife helped you with that, my didn't she? My wife
2: absolutely helped you yes. with that. Shout yeah. out to my wife, everybody. Uh, yep, yeah,
0: there you go. Eric's wife is I, here. I
2: couldn't get out of here without getting Mrs. Her in Hammer. Mrs. Hammer. <laughs> Mrs. Hammer's
0: here. I'm sure she loves that. Um, no, but uh, but Dennis has been great. I, I really think that you know the combination of Dennis DeClosa and Gamer Bear Coloto along with Javier Valdecantos. Yeah, it's um, a dream team, really. And, and by the way, I want to I, I want to point out Javier Valdecantos. Again, the and butcher, it, the butcher, the assassin, the murderer.
2: <laughs> none, none of these are flattering nicknames. Yeah, the butcher, <laughs> I, the assassin. I think, it, I think yeah. he, I think
0: he enjoys all of them. Absolutely, so, he looks um, like.
2: Well, I wouldn't say he looks like he enjoys it, no. but he plays the part yeah. of a butcher or an assassin. He definitely fits that role if you were casting for it. He, he's a good.
0: i I've really liked sort of watching. But I want to tell you how important uh, Javier Valdecantos is to the LA Galaxy and how important it is to the preseason. Uh, Javier Valdecantos's seat on the bench is the very first seat on the bench. Remember, he's the athletic guy. He's the physio. But he sits where basically Guillermo should be sitting, except Guillermo doesn't sit. He stands. Yeah. But then it goes the
2: rest of— Or was of, that Gustavo?
0: Or, or, you don't know. <laughs> the evil twin. Um, so uh, so with Guillermo um, you know, standing, Javier Valdecantos is in seat number one. Then it goes Gustavo. Uh, then it was Dominic Knier. And then it was the rest of the guys. Uh, over as it goes, the rest of the technical staff. Whenever there was time to make a sub or time to put somebody in, it was Javier Valdecantos who got up off the bench and went over and told one of the other assistant coaches who to get and who
2: to bring in. So, So if you want to know who wears the pants, it's Galaxy coaching staff. It's
0: Javier Valdecantos. Guillermo makes all the decisions, but you can tell that right now, it really is sort of you know Javier Valdecantos' team. Uh, here in the preseason. And And, I I imagine that's going to stay a little bit, too. Well, and I
2: think once you get into the season, you'll see more Shkolodo making those decisions and who comes on, who comes off, because that's more tactics. But in the preseason, the focus is really conditioning and getting these guys game ready. So that's why the importance of Valdekanto being in that spot. We'll see if he's there, you know, game one. I imagine him being there if that's just, you know, the the way the seating arrangement is. But I think those decisions will be more made by Shkolodo in the season. But preseason... It's Valdecantos' game right
0: now. Let's take you behind the curtain real quick with Valdecantos in in terms of how he works and how he goes. Um, And this is after talking to uh, my good friend, John Rojas, who, who again, is is amazing. (laughs) You need to follow him. I asked him if he was coming, and he has to cover the other team that other team Boo, yeah there. and, oh, and so yeah <laughs> it is it's great we should we should just we could fit everybody in the studio yeah, right I think
2: this, this on could every work. Thursday <laughs> night we'll see how everybody
0: goes um, but no so uh, Javier Valdecantos basically goes like this Barros-Scolotto says after the end of a, a game or a g- end of a training hey everybody you have two days off we'll see everybody on Monday and then Javier Valdecantos goes around to every single player and he goes hey we don't need to see you on Monday. Um, You're good. We'll see you on Tuesday. And then he goes to, you know, let's say Ima Boatang And he goes, Hey, Ima. uh, Yeah. You need to be here on Sunday. I need you for an hour and we're going to work. And then he goes over to Zlatan Ibrahimovic and he goes, Hey, Zlatan, um, you don't need to be here until March 2nd. Um, And so that's how (laughs) Javier Valdecant He's literally going in and Guillermo says, I want to see you in two days. And then, Valdecantos is coming in here and saying, "No, no, no! He's, he's this is how when it. it really is. Yeah, this is how it really is. Is w- this is when you need to come in, and that might mean extra training. You come with Javier, and Javier works seven days a week, so you're going to come work out with Javier. I think in, he in may not room. sleep." He probably doesn't yeah, he probably doesn't
2: sleep, you know, you need to keep a, a wooden stake available just in case, you know, he comes around. I imagine he grabs the players by the arm like, by the arm, yeah. You're coming in Monday. That's, just that's so you know, you're coming in Monday. That's the whole thing about him,
0: is he, <laughs> he looks like this imposing character. Like yeah, I think his Latan might even be a little nervous
2: around him. Like eh, that type of... That's a. Maybe? It would be a good death okay. match. Okay. I'd, yeah, I'd pay pay-per-view for that one.
0: So, um, But that, that's sort of how Javier Valdecantos is operating, and it's a understanding that fitness is, is the premier position in terms of the preseason. Uh, we've talked to so many players um, who have told me off the record, basically, that they almost died during the first two weeks of preseason <laughs> with, the, with the two-a-days. Um, so all that seems to be okay. Now, we, we shift away sort of from the scrimmage, um, and we look a little bit more into um, what's happening with the injuries. Yeah. And, and the injuries are sort of a, a different thing altogether. I'll tell you this, that Ola Kamara trained with the first team. And remember, he had a fever uh, the last game. That was basically why he didn't play. Uh, but he was training fully with the first team on Thursday, on Friday, I believe. And, and
2: again, those are, that's an injury that's not concerning. If the Galaxy are to be believed, then it is a fever then the fact that you're missing it. That's what what if it's SARS
0: or something like SARS. that? Then wouldn't that be? Wouldn't be? <laughs> <this laughs>
2: Isn't that an outbreak from like 2006? Yeah. swine flu. Wait, swine flu. No, that was, that was also back. one. Okay, yeah.
0: but no, he's fine. He seems like he's fine. Um, and Ola Kamara is fully training. Uh, Giovanni dos Santos. <laughs> oh man. Wow. I, I even I kind of go to the Montes. Yeah, this is, a, a this safe is okay, space, everyone. Uh, Giovanni dos Santos um, is was training on the side on Friday. Uh, Sebastian Legette. Okay, that okay. was good. All was, right, was, just I, making sure was, the mics were working. Yeah, I was just, just checking. <laughs> uh, Sebastian Legette was training off to the side on uh, Thursday and Friday, so he's looking like he's coming back. Uh, the guy who's still missing from all this is the, I don't know if you heard him, five, <laughs> Swedish guy, kind of good at soccer, yeah. uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, not worried, like you said. Just be there March
2: 2nd. That, it, That's and, when we need you there.
0: And that sort of sees what it is. So uh, according to John, um, who did a great job talking to Guillermo, uh, he basically asked Guillermo, he says, listen, the fan- fans are in a panic. Um, you need to start talking about Zlatan and when he's coming back because he played in the Vissel Kobe match. Mm-hmm. Um, that and was looked, closed door. And looked good and, and, and looked good, mm-hmm. and that was fine. Everybody was really happy with how – and by the way, the Galaxy won that game. Yes. That, was, that was one where they scored goals. Yes. 2-0. Uh, and, and, no, yeah. and
2: the partnership between uh, Kamara and, and, and yeah. Zlatan seemed to be clicking. Yeah. Good. So that's a good
0: thing. That, that was a good thing. Um, and then didn't play against Toronto. Was just a scratch. Yeah. Precautionary which is fine. Which is fine. I'm okay with it. Didn't play Again, ag- like you
2: said. It is until it isn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't play against Atlanta United. Nothing. Which is fine. No minutes. Yeah. Uh, unknown whether he would have played today. Um, they're, we'll we'll they're, find out, and we'll find out at five yeah. with the closed door scrimmage going a little bit later um, tonight at uh, at Dignity Health Sports Park. Well done, thank you. Like, well I wanted done. to say StubHub Center so bad. <laughs> um, so Dignity Health Sports Park, they'll play up there against um, uh, against Vancouver Whitecaps to sort of make up for the training that they're going to lose for this game.
2: Yeah, Vancouver's in town. You might as well. Might as well play. Well, lots of people up are in a town.
0: Sweat. Everybody's in town. Um, so <laughs> except Chris Klein. Except, well, I imagine. Wow, oh, man, <laughs> that was—you slid that one I, in, and they I, still booed.
2: Honestly, I didn't even say any disparaging words. I'm kind of—you know—maybe it's good he didn't show up.
0: I don't know. I have we a were feeling we're protecting him. I, I have a feeling they'd be nicer if he was here. What do you think? I don't think no, so. No, okay, I don't think so either. All right, but anyway, um, no. So, so you see that? So basically, Guillermo came out and said, "Listen, Slaton Ibrahimovic is fine. He's going to be fine. We need him at max effort." March second. I need him peaking. There. I don't need him working in the preseason. And you remember Zlatan sort of made a big thing: is if they're running, I'm running. If you know, whole deal. That's great for Zlatan, but Guillermo said, "No, you're done. Shut down. Yeah. No moss."
2: And, and last I checked, uh, I think he made his debut. He only needed about six minutes to warm up before yeah. he he That's got right. going last season. So I think we'll be okay.
0: Yeah, but you you have to remember that first game. He he did look like he was sort of a giraffe wearing heels for like the first doesn't matter it, he still doesn't scored matter. a goal I mean
2: <laughs> and he scored two goals it, but it will, it will go down forever in in the history books so but anyway so good.
0: so it seems likely that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is going to be spooled up here in the next week um and then that will lead us into that March 2nd game so everything seems like it's pointed in the right direction there, there doesn't seem to be any concern for anybody and, and people I've talked to that Zlatan is actually injured it's more just that his body didn't react very well after that first scrimmage and it was sort of like okay we don't need to be pushing you this hard. Let's shut it down a little bit. And again, Javier Valdecantos comes out and sort of shuts that down as well.
2: And, and if, if you hear what Zlatan made in his comments those early weeks in the training, he said, I don't want to be treated any differently. I want to participate fully in those trainings. So if he's going as hard as everyone else is, then, you know, with his age and, and given as hard as they're going, maybe some, some tightness or some, some difficulty is to, to be expected. So we'll S- give him the little break
0: here. Speaking from somebody who's the same age as Zlatan... Again,
2: I... I'm not Zlatan. Yeah, I'm just. I, just,
0: I <laughs> find it amazing that's, that's that this man is able yeah. to do anything. I mean, it, his his wingspan on his arms is ridiculous. Uh, his height—I think he's he's listed at six foot five, right? But he seems like he's about
2: eight foot two. I think that's when, the, the, the mythical. That could, whenever he stands yeah.
0: like to Ema, Paul Bunyan. Yeah, yeah. that's how, he swings a really big axe. Um, so you know, I mean, with with on there, you don't need him in preseason. He'll be fine. The galaxy already know how. To, here's the big difference, and I think. Um, Chris Pontius talked a lot about it after the last game is that the Galaxy didn't go and jettison half their team over this last preseason. Everybody knows how to play with each other. Um, outside of the couple additions in terms of, you know, uh, Polenta, um, Antuna, Antuna, that's really about it, Quayo. But yeah, again, but Quayo's an, not, not a starter. Be starting.
2: But an, Antuna and Polenta seem to be fitting in well. So it's just those minor tweaks. Uh, everyone else pretty much knows the chemistry and how it's going to go down.
0: Yeah, so I don't think you should be worried. Does that mean that it's not a little bit like the NFL preseason, which is, you know, the first couple games are probably going to be a little bit rough? Yeah, it's gonna, yeah. they're going to be a little bit rough. But
2: get their legs. Like you said, get the giraffe walking in high heels. Get that out of the way.
0: They'll be that way. Now you've got me. Now I actually pictured that for a second. It's <laughs> Zlatan spooky. in yeah. high heels. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah I think He's he could, probably still would still work it. Thank you. Um, but, no, I, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, a finished product on March 2nd. In fact, I would imagine the Galaxy aren't finished product until after the summer transfer window because it still seems like there is one roster spot that the Galaxy are looking to fill and whether or not that will actually be filled now or maybe smartly waiting until summer, um, especially with the Giovanni Dos Santos situation hanging over. There are a lot of
2: things that need to be worked out before that summer transfer. And again, that's when you want to see it in the summer for those final adjustments. And again, the way the MLS playoffs are structured, that's when you want to be peaking is that in, in October, September, October, you don't want to be firing at your best on March 2nd.
0: Yeah. And, and I'll say this year with the change in format too, it is going to be more important to be towards the end. Remember uh, this year in the playoffs, it will be single game elimination all the way through. Um, So really, if you're at the bottom, if you're in the seventh seed, remember it's top seven teams now make it into the MLS uh, cup playoffs. If you're in the, uh, In the two, three, four, you're in a good position. If you're in seven, six, five, you're in trouble. That's good counting.
2: That's what I come here for. The counting. Let's hear it for Josh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, thank you.
0: Way, way to play to the crowd. It's that ASU education. Um, so no, I mean you look at that seven, six, five. You're going to play every single one of your playoff games basically on the road.
2: Yeah, so you, um, you got to stay out of that spot.
0: And how good have the Galaxy been on the road in recent years? Eh, well, I mean, how good have the Galaxy been in recent years? Oh, yeah, so also okay, true. yeah, also <laughs> true. So um, they're they're a playoff team this year, and I know I, I've seen on uh, on Reddit a whole bunch. Um, where I live, Reddit. I'll say that's was, a mistake. That's I know. Don't uh, go
2: into the comment section on uh, Reddit.
0: I'm there on Reddit and seeing it, but you know, there was an argument about whether or not the LA Galaxy were a playoff team. And I'll say by just the fact that they're adding a seventh spot that the LA Galaxy are a playoff team this year. And they, by
2: default, if it's essentially the same team as it was last season, they finished seventh. You, a new coach, you, so, you, some additions. You don't picture them. And again, knocking on wood. Oh, is this wood? Is this no, plastic? No, it's plastic. Ah, it's definitely plastic. You know, I expect better here from Q. Cog Studios here. There you go. I got you. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, you expect a, at least a seventh place finish. Well, and and that's sort of,
0: that's sort of the rub right here. But I'll tell you, and and again, you and I, our favorite thing to discuss, which is if the Galaxy would have made the playoffs, if that second forty-five minutes against Houston just goes a little yeah. bit better, it doesn't yeah. even have to go a lot better, just a little bit better. If yeah. it goes better uh, against Houston, uh, you know, what are the chances of the LA Galaxy as they were constructed and as they were playing? Um, what are yeah. the chances they ru- they run or the table? I-
2: if you have a you know a polenta back there, does that make a difference? A, pl- a player of that caliber, again, not the not the side dish, but the actual player. The, the actual if, player. If you yes. have him back there, does that make a difference? And I think if you slot him in, maybe the second half doesn't go as poorly as it does. <sighs> so, again, fantasy game. Fantasy- yeah. Exactly. Game of Thrones coming back <laughs> next month, folks. <laughs>
0: nobody see it's over yeah, I got nobody nobody can't nobody can hang in there with that show anymore it's too it's too much Except there's too many me. things um, but no I mean so you look at that and so where are the teams in the Western Conference that you look at and say who are better than the LA Galaxy right now last year LA Galaxy played against the Portland Timbers would you say the Portland Timbers who ended up going to the MLS Cup were so much better than the LA Galaxy no they weren't in fact the Galaxy matched up really well
2: against the Portland yeah, Timbers they looked good if it wasn't for them playing on turf you might have expected some different results as well
0: so so now you go to the Seattle Sounders the Seattle Sounders better than the LA Galaxy last year they were they were
2: borderline at, at points of the season they were the
0: Sounders were but towards the at, end towards the
2: end yeah you can argue that they
0: weren't I guess, so who is better than the LA Galaxy in the Western Conference who has made all? I mean I don't feel like anybody got significantly better in, yeah. in the Western well, Conference well you
2: look look who finished uh, top of the standings and that was Sporting Kansas City and they lost a key defender someone right. who was the backbone so you can't say you know maybe addition by subtraction but I don't know that you could say that uh, with with uh, but it, but Opar, it's Peter Yeah, but it's Peter Vermees. He, he's the Valdecantos uh, He, he uh, is. I, <laughs> of Kansas City. I, I,
0: I always said that if uh, if Peter Vermees didn't absolutely hate the LA Galaxy and everything <laughs> that they stood for, that he would be a great coach to come to the LA Galaxy. Minor hang He would never. One, he will never make a trade with the LA Galaxy. So that people were trying to say, oh, Apare coming to no, <laughs> no, that would never happen. Um, that's not going to happen. And two is like he would just he would never consider one. Yeah. He's never going to leave Kansas City. I think he's there in forever. Yep. Um, he may become a general manager after he's the head coach for a while. Although he did that for a while and then was like, no, I'm the head coach. Um, I'm, I'm the captain, the captain now. Of, uh, there, there it was. We go. Yes, we're, all right. We're in sync here. Good. Um, so no, I mean you look at that, but yeah, Sporting Kansas City is probably the one team that I would say is all. It's probably better even with this
2: subtraction. They're they're a good team. And when we talk about chemistry and they know each other, the team again a major change has happened, but for the most part, all the other pieces are still there, so they should still be clicking. So that is a team that, uh, again, I wouldn't rank the Galaxy above.
0: Well, uh, one of the things that we can uh, we can sort of conclude is that uh, I think the Galaxy, just by fact of keeping people, are going to be better this year. Yes. Okay, so we, we say that that's true. Now let's take that to the next logical conclusion, which is how much better could they be? And so if you say that they're a top four team in the Western Conference, is I that think... is that out of range?
2: Let's hear it for the people. two, two Top three, four? four. Top Bilable. four? Yeah. yeah okay. It's okay. So, I'm getting a thumbs up. Okay. Let, ooh, let's, ooh, let's, some people abstain though. Okay. So that's concerning. What if I said let's say should we go higher first or lower?
0: I'm kind of I don't <laughs> it's know. Like, I'm trying to right. it <laughs> is $1, Bob. $1. Um let's go with um the Galaxy are a top 3 team in the Western Conference. Okay. So, so that's, we're all galaxy that's fans. The, I know. Right. <laughs> the Galaxy will win MLS Cup this year. Yeah, there it is. Even louder. I love it. That's how it is. Okay. Um, Okay. Some of you are delusional. That's fine. And I I appreciate that. Again,
2: Game of Thrones. Game comes (laughs) back next next month.
0: Um, No, I mean, listen, I I think that there's a very good chance that in in Major League Soccer, everybody is certainly within the realm of capturing an MLS Cup. It's not even outside of the possibility. And if you wanted to go to Vegas and make a bet on the LA Galaxy to win MLS Cup, you could do that. And you probably wouldn't even get that good of odds right now. You
2: might, though, because they're one of those, by, by name recognition alone, they get Better odds than they really deserve. Right. So it's kind of funny how that works. Okay. Yeah, but still.
0: Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Um, so, no. So if you, you look at that, that's, that's not crazy. I would say that realistically, if I'm looking at it and, and trying to assess this team and looking at the preseason, which means nothing until it means something, uh, I would say that the LA Galaxy are probably a top four team right now. That's fair. I feel sport in Kansas City. I think Portland. I think Seattle are probably going to be okay. Vancouver is, is in shambles. Um, I just can't do anything yeah. to, to convince myself <laughs> after that locker room imploded yeah. at the app. There's after a lot of work season. to be done. Yeah. That seems right. Um, you know, Houston, I don't, they're so up and down. You can never really tell. Yeah, so I don't,
2: I don't think Houston's Houston's it. Uh,
0: Again, the, you're not scaring me.
2: I'm the, feeling good. MLS Cup. Uh, it's happening. Ah,
0: uh, <laughs> there's one team though.
2: No, we're not going to say
0: it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to say it. There's one team. Already they're booing. Maybe, maybe it's not that team. <laughs> maybe, M- not. maybe they don't know.
2: He's talking uh, about...
0: LAFC. Oh, FC yeah. Cincinnati, I yeah, thought that were, were going to say. Um, <laughs> they have a mostly returning lineup. Yeah. They lost some pieces. Um, they couldn't beat the Galaxy last yeah. year. So whenever you look at that head-to-head... And, and by the way, if, if you're looking at, you know, a sort of a fantasy world and things that could happen is that LAFC continues to do about as good as they did last year, but still can't beat the Galaxy. So it's two games. That starts to really reel into their heads. They're already in their heads um, from last they year. Admitted they they, it they admitted it. Yeah. yeah Car- Carlos Vela came out and said it. He was yeah. like, yeah, of course, if they're in our heads, we're trying to beat them and we can't beat them. Uh, it, yeah, Michael yeah. Brad or, or Bob Bradley. Not Michael's the short it's one. It's all the same guy. Bob is the no. They look the they're same. Clones. They're clones. Yeah, I yeah. Know. So Bob Bradley said the same thing. Yeah, of course. It's it's this mental thing. So looking at the season, seeing those two games and how those two games play out, really could give make the difference between the Galaxy being maybe unstoppable this year yeah. and, and giving and not, them
2: that confidence. Yeah, because I think that's that's the one where you want to have the mental edge. Right. And if, if they feel like they can beat. You know, anyone, everyone, we're having a good time here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if they feel like they have the mental edge and they have the confidence riding high, there's no reason that, that they can't believe.
0: Yeah, you can you, you really see that. So, I mean, again, little things that are sort of, you're trying to keep an eye on as the season goes along that says, okay, how good are the Galaxy? And, and certainly, I mean, we saw the first game against the Portland Timbers last year was the game the Galaxy won without Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Um, what did that tell us? And it was like, okay, there's something there. Yeah, right? it Portland, was okay Portland at
2: the time, didn't catch fire like they did towards the end of the season so you caught Portland at the right time
0: well and you and you had uh, you had the game up in Portland that mm-hmm. ended up being uh, a a, a, yeah it was a, a zero 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 draw I sounds think that sounds about so. right yeah that sounds right well fact it check was, that it was a long Stat time 1-1 there we one go that's we why go. he's here thank that's, you sir <laughs> uh, a 1-1 one, one game but then you had the US Open Cup that was right after that that they ended up and they lost but at the same time you saw how they played and how that all went it didn't and match. it wasn't
2: a blowout. No. And it was a rescheduled game so it's one of those we'll to, make excuses as to, galaxy homers
0: to me the galaxy Galaxy are a top-four team in the Western Conference. Um, if you want to put, I think LAFC is probably the closest to bumping them down to a five. Um, I think that uh, the Galaxy could very easily be a top-two team in the Western Conference, um, depending on how they play sporting Kansas City and how that goes. That's sort of how you can take a look at, at and that, how that's the,
2: that goes. And That's the beauty of the league as well. Is they can be a second-place team. They can be a seventh-place team. You never know what you're going to get. Anything can happen on any given day, and that, that's, all, that's the beauty of it if you if you root for chaos like many of us do.
0: All I know is that uh, I'm pretty sure that the wooden spoon was a horcrux, oh, oh, a uh, little Harry Potter reference, <laughs> um, it was a horcrux, and uh, it it was it was sucking the life out of me as it was in my studio for the yeah. entire year. So let's not bring it back. It's not right? coming back. That's, that shouldn't be a thing. Whenever I took it to the stadium, people were afraid to touch it. People were upset at you. They were. They were a little <laughs> mad at me. They were like, what are you doing with that? You better get it out of here. I'm like, I'm just giving it back. I we don't are, want it anymore. Weird.
2: It we don't I don't want it
0: anymore. Yeah, I did almost get beat up once because I because I had the wooden spoon in my studio. That I've was that was true. Let's
2: say, I've already apologized for that. <laughs> no,
0: it wasn't you, it wasn't you. Um, all right, so um, we look at the LA Galaxy and, and sort of how that goes. We'll, we'll continue on with the uh, the Great Park game just real quick. And and because this is a podcast uh, that will be broadcast out to our uh, about three or four million listeners. Yeah. Well, that they're we all have. He- they're, they're all here. here. Yeah. Yes. Um, I wanted to update and say that the the LA Galaxy did cancel the park at the great uh, cancel the game at the great park oh, or another beer, as, another
2: beer for Josh. Folks.
0: or as the, as Kevin uh, the Panda would say the the pretty good park um, so the pretty good park got, it got canceled the field was basically underwater um, so anybody who said that it was something that that might happen um, you know was like oh well they could play it if they really wouldn't no no they really couldn't play it. If they really wanted to. And so the Galaxy uh, were sort of giving me a heads up earlier on Thursday that it was probably going to be canceled. So I knew about it pretty early. So I was trying to think if we were still going to do the show. And I'm like, well, now everybody has nothing to do. Mm. And they already had a day planned. We'll stay so longer. Just, we'll just stay longer. Yeah. Not a longer show, though. <laughs> yes. Let's not try to go any <laughs> Only longer. Only 90 that. minutes. That's right. Um, so that got canceled. Obviously, there is a closed-door scrimmage against Vancouver Whitecaps. I believe it's at 5 p.m. Um, up at StubHub. StubHub, there it was. See, there it Did, is. Any health drink, far? everyone drink. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's the new drinking game. That one. Um, at Dignity Health Sports Park, DHP Park, DHS the Park. The, the diggity. diggity. The yeah. Diggs? I don't know. any The digs. People like the digs.
2: I like the Diggity. Round I'm of applause for
0: people who like the Diggity. All right, all right. That a, little was, bit. That was a little bit better than I, I thought. I think that was mostly your family.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. okay. <laughs> um,
0: a round of applause for the digs.
2: All right. That's fair. I'll concede. All right. And, I concede my time to and, Mr. Guestman. And a round of applause for Bruce Arena.
0: <laughs> that one was always been my that, favorite. That needs to happen. That, that'd be bold. Bruce Arena, Bruce Arena, Arena. That's that's double good. up. Thank you for calling. Arena, Arena. Yeah. Thank you for calling. How may I help you? There's a joke in there somewhere. I won't I won't go into it. Um, but anyway, so that game gets canceled. Um, so you're really looking at uh, you know the Galaxy going out playing a closed door scrimmage. We don't know what the format is. I was told it was, and this is a direct quote from the LA Galaxy PR. Um, I was told it is an exercise scrimmage. So whatever that means, that's what they're going to be doing at 5 p.m. I would imagine that it'll probably be 2:45s, yeah. um, and then possibly some extracurriculars at yeah. the end.
2: Well, and if if you look at the other format that they've done as well, they've done 4:30. They kind of did the quarter 4:30s. So, yeah,
0: they've done. They've done 45, 45, 30, so, 30. Spin the wheel. Who They've knows what's going to pop out of this? I know a bunch of people who were at the Toronto game stuck around after that game um, and saw the Galaxy training and yeah. thought maybe the Galaxy got in trouble and therefore they would have. <laughs> it was just the people who didn't play, yeah, you know, they're like, there a lot of amount of time. So it was uh, the guys who only got like 30 minutes, yeah. 35 minutes. So
2: What you see in a lot of other sports as well is, is the players who don't get regular minutes go out and, and break a sweat and, and run it out. So it's not that uncommon, but it is a good sign because it's something that you hadn't seen Uh, many times before with our team
0: yeah it's uh again javier valdecantos he's cracking the whip he's gonna make sure that everybody's in in training everybody's gonna get their allotted training time no matter what that means and and how that goes and i'll say just from the trainings that i've sort of been able to to observe and and being around it the trainings are very up tempo uh there's a lot more energy there's competition and i was told by one player that said yeah duh there's competition he goes we're all playing for a spot again because no no, this coach doesn't know (laughs) know who we are and i'm like yeah but but still yeah but still um I said, there's, Zlatan's not fighting there, for a spot. There's something else. Yeah. Zlatan, you don't know. Guillermo <laughs> could be like, no, you sit. <laughs> That's never going to happen. No. Um, so, no, you look at that, you sh- there should be some increased competition. You want to see that that sort of drive there. And I think that there is a lot more competition across most of those places. You look at Antuna coming in, that was clearly a, clearly a Pontius starting spot. That was a Boatang starting spot. I was going to
2: say Boateng. I would have argued Boateng over Pontius. And, but, and
0: so, yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. But remember, Chris Pontius is probably the reason the LA Galaxy missed the playoffs last year. Interesting. Okay, yes. Yeah, I
2: that sounded like a bad thing. He's the reason they, they miss the missed the playoffs, playoffs because he was because he wasn't was injured. He would have yeah. made them better. Okay. And, and Christian Wilhelmsen
0: is the reason that the LA Galaxy won, won MLS Cup. Which one? The twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yes, twenty yes. fourteen. Yes. Where's Christian my Will? fact checker? Yeah, twenty fourteen. No, he yes. was drinking. You're yes. you're in no, trouble he, now.
2: I got the thumbs up. Okay, We're
0: good. good. He had no idea what you said. <laughs> um, all right, so now we go on. Let's uh, let's go a little bit further. So we went through the injury updates. Um, the, we've given you the update on Zlatan Ibrahimovic again. It seems like that's probably a pretty uh, safe bet that he'll be back in training starting this week. Um, rumors?
2: Rumors. There's always rumors. Yes, I know.
0: <laughs> um, people so ask you about rumors? Pe- people ask me about rumors. If you've if you followed on uh, cornerofthegalaxy.com, if you followed our rumor tracker, um, Josh has gotten sick and tired of putting crappy rumors the rumor on the rumor broke. tracker. Yeah, it's basically... It's now over 8,500 words... Um, the rumor tracker so it's been added it basically started at under a thousand words and now that rumor tracker has gone over to 8,500 words and um, it, my, my website doesn't like it anymore because it's so many words. <laughs> and there's so many embeds of Twitter g- images saying, and it, like different things. It was an ambitious
2: project from the start. So well, I just, kudos, kudos that it made it this long.
0: Like, I, whenever I started, I was like, oh, this is a really bad rumor. But I'll put it on the rumor tracker and just say this. Now I'm at the point, I'm like, this is a
2: horrible rumor. Yeah, I'm if not it's gonna, dead,
0: it should just be gone. It should be, Well, you got to put the no dead one ones one on there. Caleb it. Porter was basically the <laughs> LA Galaxy coach, if it, we all remember. But it's still
2: taking up space on it the is, tracker.
0: It is on the tracker down there. So let's go to rumors. And there are some rumors. Um, let's be. Let's be honest where the LA Galaxy sit real quick. Uh, If you're expecting the LA Galaxy to do anything in terms of adding any players that are above, oh, $250,000 a year, um, then you're dreaming. Uh, The LA Galaxy are pretty much cap tied. By the way, every Galaxy team ever in history has been against the salary cap because you want to be up against the salary yeah. cap because that means you're you using have, all the cap.
2: Again, this isn't New England. No, we no, spend this, our money here. Yeah,
0: you don't have an international slot yeah. just hanging out there for no reason. You don't have designated player <laughs> spots just sitting around. If you need either of those, by the way, just go to New England. New England. That's, that's Bob Craft. Bob Kraft Fire keep, sale. keeps them. Off. Yeah,
2: there we go. Yep. Get some Bob Craft boots. Well, it's the it was because of the Patriots. Yeah, but still. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, so the Galaxy can probably can't add another, um, you know, significant. Player to their roster right now. One is that they're at about 24 players right now. You have to imagine they have a total room of about maybe four more players. There's a possibility of making that six and the roster's all the way up to 30, but all that has to fit under the salary cap. The top, the spots number 29 and 30 are technically reserved for homegrown players, and those homegrown players are already signed yeah, on the team, so, so you can deal. just move them over to that 30 spot if you want to sign all 30. But the Galaxy went through last year at 28. Yeah. Um, and 28 right. sort of seems where they're going to fit. So that means there's four more players that they're going to add. Guys who they really haven't added yet. Quayo, mm-hmm. that you know they're probably going to add. Um, Araujo. Um, yeah, not Mike Araujo Not Mike Araujo he's, he's sitting right there
2: Technically spoken
0: for He's, he's already on the on the yeah. team He's he's yeah, good to go That's very true um, But you, you have Araujo there um, Julian Araujo Who is going to be signed It looks like that could be um, Something that, that happens the, here Pretty quickly Is that official
2: or yeah, I don't think one it of was those, official Was it official 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 but not, I saw Galaxy the rumors for two be weeks Before in, it yeah. happened I was gonna say, yeah. Galaxy official means It will be announced in July Yeah exactly Yeah uh, they literally wait until the paperwork
0: comes back and it's signed and it's been stamped and it's been like you notarized, know, notarized, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. So a lot of times we hear that the player has signed that paperwork. The paperwork then has to go to the league. The league then says, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea and stamps it. And then it comes back because remember, the league holds most of those contracts, yeah. even though they don't negotiate them, by the way. So basically the teams negotiate the contracts and then send them to the league. And then the league says, yes, that's good. Or no, that's not that's good. Not we good. don't like that. Very and then it bad. comes back. So that's why sometimes <laughs> it takes a little bit long. Yeah.
2: So y- Which, y- to be fair, and their defense, you don't want to announce anything before it's truly official. Like Caleb Porter? Like Caleb Porter. At the Lakers game? <laughs> Again, at, te- at the Lakers game. That didn't mean anything, by the way. Technically not official. It, it didn't mean anything
0: that Caleb Porter was at the Lakers game. That was a decision that <laughs> that, that it went away.
2: Again, back to rumors.
0: That's uh, how it goes. So, so you have Araujo on there. I mean, really, you're looking at the LA Galaxy's roster. Not official. Not official. Not official. Official. Like Just official. Let's yeah. get him a mic. Well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he has his own podcast. That's true. So he Bring he, he gets his own he gets his own mic. Done and done. Don't don't be stealing my mic already. <laughs> God, I'm trying to run me off. Um, so you look at that. So you're already 26 now. Yeah. I can move 26. You're probably going to sign maybe one more defender. Now you're 27. So where where that? is – you're almost up against the 28. So really, Galaxy looking at adding one more player, where is that player going to be added? And it still feels like defense is the place um, yep. because the Galaxy have, if I counted correctly, 17,000 midfielders.
2: Yeah. Unless uh, you convert them. With Tam, well, for defense. Oh, for defense. Yeah, defense. The old
0: Perry Kitchen (laughs) was sitting really deep the last time that he came on and sort of playing that center back role, which is yeah, I don't like that at all. (laughs) Um, but but so that's it. So they're going to add it on defense. So we go to rumors now, and here are the rumors that pop up. So in your mind, and if you're trying to figure out if a rumor is true or not. Uh, just off of its face. The first thing you need to know is the Galaxy need to add defenders. They don't need strikers. They don't need midfielders. They don't need attacking midfielders. They don't need goalkeepers, although I'm sure there's some people who will be like, we need goalkeepers. goalkeeper.
2: Well, I don't need attackers. I think you have some people who might argue that you there as well. Yeah, so... Yes, you're right. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's it's one of those that you look at and say, okay, you have Zlatan, you have Ola, if you, you have priori- Panius, yeah, you have Quio.
2: Pro- you're probably if you're prioritizing it,
0: that's not it's, the high it's priority defense. item. So go through the rumors now, and if it doesn't say defender, and if it doesn't say basically center back or or right dismiss back, dismiss it. Dismiss it. Throw it out. All right, because it doesn't seem how it goes. So our first one is a defender. And it's somebody who the Galaxy might be able to get, but they probably have to give something up in order to get it. And that's uh, Roman Torres from Seattle. Now, that's not going to happen. But at the same time, it's a rumor that's out there and that people were floating and saying he's done with Seattle. The teams that were listed, I think, for him were also LAFC. And FC Cincinnati. And FC Cincinnati. Okay. Again,
2: he'd be a great signing in 2015. (laughs) So if we we had a time machine, that's good. If not... I don't know that it's a necessity, especially given the the cap room and the space available. He's not going to be cheap. He's I, not going to be a cheap.
0: Player. No, and, and you're going to have to give some. But what do you have? So you have midfielders to give up. Are you going to give up what? Is Imabotang enough to get Roman Torres? I, I don't. I don't me, think the salary's
2: me. offset. Yeah, it doesn't. And and, and Botang's an asset that you want to keep. Is it? Because uh, for me, yes. See this. We, See, we there get. He oh, is. okay. Yes, yeah. he, he says up. Boateng. Okay, round of applause. Where are my
0: own Imabotang people if, at? If you would like to keep Imabotang. He's a crowd favorite. I shouldn't I love have tried that one. That's
2: my mom's favorite player.
0: Okay. She's I, it, here. It makes sense. She, that's why she was up, jumping up and yeah. down on top of the table. Yeah, my I adopted understand.
2: brother, Ima Boateng.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Round of applause, and I won't go complete opposite because I'm trying to get a little bit more on my side. <laughs> if you would be okay sure. dealing Ima Boateng for an asset of some sort. So by my meter, I win. Because that was like, show, those Josh. people were way more enthusiastic. It's okay. Those four people were way more than the hundred people listen, who, who were cheering for I, you.
2: I'm a good boy. I'm going to listen to my mom. So I'm just
0: going to take that advice. Um, it's been rumored. It's it's one of those things. You look at Antuna there now, and granted, you can't be long-term satisfied with Antuna. He's on loan. So it's going to be
2: a, a year-to-year situation. A
0: year-to-year, yeah. and there is an option to buy there, so eventually. But how much is that going to cost you? I mean, you're dealing with Manchester City, who is like, okay, so show me the money. And, oh, by the way, we have an MLS team yeah. that we could also <laughs> send him to. So, you know, what maybe he wants to go there. So you look at all that stuff. That could be something that, that maybe you would move, but again, I don't know that he really fills the need that, that Seattle needs, and I don't know that, that that really makes sense. So, so the Roman Torres thing. While I think he's a good player, I think that he could probably be a starter in the defense
2: for the LA Galaxy. And, and again, after after I just disparaged him, yeah, he, I, I would I would enjoy having him back there. There's just it's probably not going to. It's It doesn't it, happen. I'm not going to talk myself into it.
0: All right, so uh, then we go on to another rumor, and uh, we go to uh, Seb- Sebastian uh, Villa from from Boca Juniors. Now, every Boca Juniors <laughs> player has been linked with the LA Galaxy at this point say, because if you're
2: from Argentina, you're coming to the LA Galaxy. That's right.
0: If you if you once ran into Guillermo Barichello <laughs> in an elevator, you're basically already on the team. Um, so Guillermo um, has apparently seen this guy. He was one of the guys who orchestrated his move to this uh, to the to um, Boca Juniors I was going to say LA Galaxy, Uh to Boca Juniors it's the same Juniors, thing
2: at this point really. It, Boca Juniors yeah. North.
0: <laughs> um, so so having said all that um, you know would this be again what did I say is it a, is it a it's center a back? Is it a, is yeah. a defender? It's a winger. It's it's a, it's a midfielder. Um it's not going to happen. Yeah. And we know it's not going to happen. There's just there's not any room, especially for another midfielder. There's no more room for any more midfielders on this team. <laughs> and, and that's basically all everybody is saying. Whenever they brought in Tuna on, there were people who were angry because they're like, we don't need any more
2: midfielders. I'm like, yeah. But you do need a winger.
0: You need, you need yeah, a guy well, over there. Say, that the, was good. That
2: type of midfielder you didn't need.
0: So it, it all depends really when you're looking. So you're looking at the, at the winger from, from, it's not happening. Um, that's not happening, and we know it's not happening because I swear to God he's going to get his own like spot on the show here from pretty soon. John Rojas talked <laughs> to Guillermo um and tweeted out, and by the way, tag me in the tweet because he's he's that nice of a guy. Wow. Uh, uh, he basically says that uh, that talking with him about Via that that's not happening. That Via's not coming. Um, that his the agents called and said, hey, can these guys come? Here's the good part is with Guillermo Coloto in MLS, with South Americans coming to MLS at a rapid rate. The LA Galaxy are in a prime position to pick up a bunch of really good, probably undervalued yeah. talent from South America.
2: And I think the positive thing, and to quote the tweet here, it's economically out of what we can today. So I think if you're playing the long game here with Scolotto and his ties, yes, the Galaxy are in a difficult position financially now, but if Shkoloto is going to be a long-term Uh, You know, in a long-term position here, these players are going to know he's here and maybe they wait it out. And when they economically can make the move, they'll pounce and make it happen. So uh, it is a good thing in in the long run. It's just right now the way that the team is constructed and the money they're spending, it's just not going to happen.
0: Yeah, they they are uh, definitely hard up against the cap. Um, And and just trying to get any of those players in terms of uh, the money that needs to be spent, there's not there. Now, I'll tell you this. Um, We've been told uh, many times – that Guillermo Coloto is not particularly happy with this LA Galaxy team and how it's constructed. And you have to understand, it's not his team. Yeah. Uh, this was a team that was created last year, basically by Siggy Schmidt. Uh, a couple pieces were added by, by, I guess, a front office that didn't <laughs> I have was Dennis Staklosa. Careful. Careful. What you say there? So, so a little bit with Dennis there at the end. Um, and, and so that's sort of where we stand. So, all right, we're gonna break in now, because Breaking. because we're gonna try. We're gonna try. I don't know if this is gonna work. I don't know if this is a- ever going to work, but, but Kevin, the panda, are, are you actually there? Can you hear me? I am. Well, oh, I'm mean, all, all right. Well, let's see. I'm trying to figure out how we can make you as loud as possible here. Here, you hold that over there, and, and maybe – no, that's not going to work. Drilling. That's, that's, that's not hard. It, The iPad? No, it, so it won't work that way. That's not how it works. Yeah, I know. All right, Kevin, we'll try real quick to see if you can do this, but where exactly are you right now? So, so Kevin's in Marseille, France. All right, this is never going to work, Kevin. I can barely hear you. So, um, so you're in Marseille, France. Uh, what was the, the big takeaway and what was the uh, one thing that you, uh, that you got out of being in Marseille, France real quickly? And I'll try to relay it to everybody. All right, so so basically, Kevin says that Mario Balotelli is the uh, is is the Italian version slash the French version of Giovanni dos Santos. That is that is what he says that he doesn't really play. All right, Kevin, listen, I, I can't get you to be loud enough on this uh, on this particular thing for whatever reason, so I'm gonna have to let you go. But you get some sleep now, cause isn't it past your bedtime? Uh, a little bit, but you are the first person to ever say that I'm not loud enough. Yes, I know, I know. Kevin says I'm the first person to ever say he's not loud enough. All right, Kev, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Let's hear it for the Panda. All right, the, the Panda, brief, brief, brief in, uh, interview there. I know Kevin Kevin and I were trying to figure out how to do it, and we were trying to get a computer here so that we could Skype in and do all that stuff, and it just wasn't going to happen with, uh, with the setup we have here on the remote and, and understanding where we were at. So um, so I'm glad we could do it. He, um, Kevin did have a sit-down. With Roman Alessandrini's agent.
2: Hashtag Romain watch.
0: Yeah. um, And, (laughs) uh, you know, just from what Kevin has told me and and sort of where it's at, I'll tell you that I think Roman is not happy with how things are going right now because he wants an extension. Um, And so far the LA Galaxy haven't given him that extension and probably because they're still dealing with a certain contract
2: with Giovanni Dos Santos. Um, Yeah, I know. And again... and that's the frustrating thing is, obviously he's not happy because it seems like he's the odd man out. He's gonna, he seems to be the one who they're gonna be looking to, to to make things work around. So we'll see, see where things finally land. Uh, you know, once Chris Klein and the private jet land at MLS headquarters and fi- sort all these things out.
0: Oh, we'll see how that goes. Alright,
2: so we'll, we'll talk more and, and I'm trying
0: to have Kevin on Monday um, call in from the road, so we'll treat, we'll get a good podcast with Kevin on Monday and really sort of get caught up with everything um, in terms of what he's learned in France and sort of what that means for the LA Galaxy as it goes. Back to the rumors. Um, so we got through Sebastian Villa. We said no. Um, Roman Torres was no. Uh, Giancarlo Gonzalez, a 31-year-old center back, Costa Rican international, currently plays for Siri side. Um, could could this be? And I should I should sort of go in here and say that Gamal Bariscoloto, whenever he was talking to uh, John Rojas, uh, the direct translation says basically there's one player we're still looking at that we might have a chance at bringing in.
2: And if he's already you know said that Villa is gone and and some other players are gone, he didn't he didn't dismiss this one, and so that may be a sign center back. You know, seems to fit the, the profile if you, if you use uh, polenta as, as the guideline of the type of player they're looking for. Right. It seems like this might be, uh, there might be some heat if you were using the rumor tracker uh, adjectives to describe this one.
0: You know how I come up with those rumor tracker adjectives? I make is them up as I go along. Right. I just, there's I no say, rhyme or reason not a to them whatsoever. Method? No, yeah. no. Go by the color more than anything. If it's orange, if it's red, it's probably closer to being done, or at least I think it's closer to being done. Uh, if it's blue, uh, yeah. then it's it's colder, frigid, yeah. cold. So a
2: lot of thesaurus.com. Yeah, you know, yeah,
0: exactly. You know, or or as I like, really,
2: really, really hot. Yes, that's a popular one.
0: That is good. You know, I, occasionally I write for the LA Times. I have a, I I know all those really big words. Um, so anyway so you look at that and that's something that we're paying attention to so we can't dismiss that one com- completely a 30 year old 31 year old Costa Rican international um, you know maybe a little bit on the backside of his career
2: certainly at 31 um, playing in A so I mean I was gonna say that's top level you know competition I don't think and 31, you know, it's not ancient guys. D- defenders <laughs>
0: <laughs> defenders do have a little bit longer shelf life sometimes yeah. than uh, than some of the other guys. So, it's one of those to keep an eye on. Would he be a starter? Yeah, I mean, I think if you brought him in, he would be a yeah. starter. Um, but that's sort of uh, that's sort of where we sit with that right now. All right, Eric, I'm kicking you out. Oh. Yeah, I know. Just for a little bit. You can that's come okay. back. You can come back at the end. So, it's let's right. let's get um, I let's a, get I Wendy, I up, Wendy up here.
2: Let's get here for Wendy. Yeah, let's bring Wendy as yeah. uh, she Speaking comes Speaking of thesaurus.com, I was right? going to say
0: big words. <laughs> big words, everybody. I hope you haven't been drinking too much. You might fall over with some of the words that are coming your way. Um, but, no, let's bring Wendy up here. And as she uh, sort of traverses the uh, the maze here, um, we'll get you sort of going. I want to get to um, the LA Galaxy unveiling their newest kit coming up on Sunday. So as we're recording, it's Saturday. Sunday is the next day. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That's what I've been told. Um, this one going on at the Novo. So, um, we'll see how, uh, how, how, that goes. And I think corner of the galaxy will be there. Eric and I are going to go uh, cover that. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes, but, uh, everybody welcome to the show. Um, I'm not as good as, as Mike is. Uh, but welcome to the show, Miss Wendy Thomas. Wendy, thanks for for stopping by oh again. Oh
3: my goodness! Thank you for having me, Josh. It's so good to be here. I
0: know it's it's great. Um, Wendy has been uh, MIA from the podcast for a little bit because I have shifted a little bit more to trying to get do in studio stuff, and Wendy lives really far away in a nice place
3: in Los Angeles County. Unlike y- Josh, who's yes, in the OC. That's right,
0: way down here. So <laughs> uh, I know we got a lot of, but I I have to ask you. Um, just give me your general thoughts on what you've seen so far in preseason being we've seen really nothing. I mean, when you think about the games we've seen, we saw Toronto, um, which was fun. And uh, and, and we'll, I mean, what, what can you take away from that so far?
3: Well, unfortunately, Josh, I think a lot of the most exciting things are happening behind closed doors. Right. Well, first of all, wait, 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 wait. Before we talk about the team, I just have to say Taps Brewery crushing the pub grub game. That's right. But oh, got, my goodness. They
0: got the food truck back behind us. I mean, and, and by the way, I'll, I'll be honest. They let us here for free. I didn't have to pay for it. You guys are all paying for it right, as right, you're right. drinking. So,
3: The uh, bacon-wrapped banh mi hot dog. Oh, my goodness. So, so that, was that was a good scandalous, one? Scandalous, outrageous. All right. Beer delicious. I've had more than my fair share this morning. So, so I feel at liberty to speak about the LA Galaxy.
0: Without any filters on. Remember, no it's, filters. it's a family show. I, I just, know. I just want to remind you. All right, no swearing. All right, no, no. You have to say you don't have to say nice things about Giovanni Dos Santos, I, but you just I mean, can't use the really colorful <laughs> language that you want to use.
3: <laughs> I think that right now, I am feeling optimistic about the team. I would say that um, last year's team, putting aside Gio in the back line, if you look at the pieces that the team had. They were good enough to, I don't know if they were good enough to win MLS Cup. They were good enough to go further than we did right. in the playoffs. Right. And so it seems like the front office has made a concerted effort to bolster the back line, which of course they had to do. And they are trying to maneuver something regarding Giovanni Dos Santos's contract. And that's why I think that the most interesting things are happening behind the scenes because a lot of that has to do with exactly what you and Eric were talking about which is things like Roman Alcindrini wants a contract extension but he can't get it and yes, the reason why he can't get it is precisely because in order to, you know, avoid the Arthur Anderson-style accounting that MLS fans are accusing the LA Galaxy of engaging in. Oh, yes, in. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. And that's still something that I, I really want to dive into is obviously the Paul Tenorio article basically calling the Galaxy out as cheaters um, for what they have done, which I would say uh, in some cases has been smart moves, um, <laughs> which is not what is happening with Giovanni Dos Santos. He, he linked three things together that don't belong together at all. Um, but you, you look at, and again... I mean, you're bringing in the MLS Players Union now. Um, you're bringing in MLS executives. You're bringing in MLS, uh, I think, the player committee, like the, the competition committee is right. getting involved. Um, because basically what you're saying is that Giovanni Dos Santos has an at least $6 million contract. Everybody knows that I am predicting it's more closer to $6.5 million because his contract has increased by $500,000 every year in the last two years. So as that goes, it should be $6.5 million this year. So he has $6.5 million of guaranteed money that he would then say, you know what, I don't need my $6.5 million. I will play for $1.5 million. How does that possibly work? First of all, if anybody's telling me that, hey, just go ahead and take a pay cut. Wendy, you don't need $6.5 million. No, you,
3: I'm a Buddhist. You're, you're, I-
0: you're supposed to have this. This is not like, again, it's not really much like, like a real job. We can't, we can't equate this to us because it's a contract. Being a lawyer, I know you understand contracts. This is is something that I'm glad we have you on for. Mm. The contract is there. It is basically, you can make that contract whole or you should be able to make that contract whole by paying it off.
3: Of course you could, but if you're Giovanni dos Santos, is that what you really wanna do?
0: Do you (laughs) you really want (laughs) six and a half million dollars and then you can go play anywhere you want?
3: But if you're Giovanni dos Santos, and as I have maintained, I think for some time now, you don't even want to be a professional soccer player. Why would you want to leave your brother, your father, this city which is... Oh, amazing yes. to go to some team that's gonna expect you to perform?
0: Yeah. What kind of
3: garbage deal is that?
0: I mean and, and that's sort of that's sort of where it comes down to is like when you look at the the contract itself at six and a half million dollars. Um you know, I have to imagine there's something in there, and there could be something in the con. And this is the problem. We don't know what that contract says. We don't know what the contract... We don't know no. what the outs are. We assume there's a no trade clause, which basically he gets to decide where he goes if he wants to go. Mm-hmm. There must be something in this that says the buyout that he also has veto power over the buyout. Because otherwise, the Galaxy would be like, I don't care. Here's six and a half million dollars. Have a nice day.
3: I mean, the only thing... First of all, if yes. the Galaxy negotiated that,
0: then, yes, you know... Do, do you think that was I something... know it's a
3: family show, yes. but really, like the, the contract that. negotiations that would have allowed him to veto a buyout—ridiculous. But there's also the possibility. Is there a scenario in which they imagine they could get value for Giovanni dos Santos? I mean,
0: that's that the rumor has been there that he possibly could go somewhere in the summer. And so, what you're really trying to do is spend one and a half million dollars, which isn't really one and a half if you divide it by so, two. It's seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And to Club, Club America. Yeah, that was well. That was at one point it was Chivas, which people yeah. were like, "That's not happening." Um, you know, we already know that's that's out of there. But Club America could very well be, you know, something a place where his dad played and, and, and a place you understand why that could be somewhere where he would want to go. But that doesn't seem likely. What? Why do they want him? That's, yeah, that
3: El Tree. Yes. I, well, I, I heard there was a lot of contingencies with respect to the Club America deal. Like that he would be required to be playing for L3, playing regularly for the LA Galaxy, et cetera, et cetera, in order to dr- trigger a clause whereby he would actually be transferred to Club America. Right. However, this is so fascinating, and being behind the scenes at this point in time would be interesting simply for the purposes of exactly what you guys were talking about, which is that Al Sandrini, the odd man out, And honestly, a prince among men with respect to the players for the LA Galaxy who has brought everything to the team, but he's sitting there saying I'm entitled to a contract extension, my play justifies it, but, because the LA Galaxy can't comply with generally accepted accounting principles in order to assume a liability, an unknown liability in the future with respect to how much they're going to owe Giovanni Dos De- Santos in the future. They don't much, they don't know how much they can pay Romano Sandrini because they're sitting here saying, how much are we going to have to pay Giovanni Dos Santos? How much is MLS going to allow us to spend? And how much then can we afford to pay Romano Sandrini? So they yeah. have to wait.
0: Yeah, and, and it, it makes sense. There's another thing that it's the averages and you have to look at the average amount of money that you're paying somebody and how that sort of affects whether or not they're a designated player. So for instance, you couldn't sign Giovanni Dos Santos for a two-year deal that was one and a half million dollars and then four and a half million dollars. You can't do that because the average would take it above one and a half million dollars, which would then be a targeted above a targeted allocation money and would have to be a designated player. What you could do is you could offer Giovanni Dos Santos a $1.5 million uh, contract with a $4.5 million option. But what happens in that option is the LA Galaxy would then have the veto power over the option, so the guaranteed six million dollars that Giovanni Del Santos knows he has right now is not guaranteed six million dollars over two years at one point five and four point five with the option. Does that does right. that make sense for everybody? I know and we're going Fuse, into the yes.
3: Bob Foos has said, he will, that the MLS Players Union will not allow a player to walk away from guaranteed money.
0: Yes, there has to be compensation, and in order to make sure there's compensation for that, you would then have to pay Giovanni dos Santos. The, comp- the, the compensatory uh, uh, value of that contract, which then would take him over into a DP again. So there's really, uh. Uh, there's something going on here. Now, Giovanni Dos Santos, as the contract holder, Wendy can decide if he wants to, to say, I'm going to tear up this $6 million contract, and I'm going to give you 1.5, and I'll take the $1.5 million. He... He technically can do that, but the players' union is saying, we're not going to allow you to do that, right. which is an interesting part because the designated players are never really part of the players' union. They are, but they're not really in terms of the negotiating part because they make so much money outside of what the union actually negotiates for. They're rarely seen as a negotiating. When David Beckham was here, he like the MLS players' union was not even something that ever crossed his mind. It wasn't right. something that he ever thought about. Um, so it would be interesting to see if a players' union would then get in the way of a player and then would petition the league against that, which is sort of where you're getting into the, the Giovanni dos Santos talk.
3: Yeah, because the MLS players' union wants to you know, to establish sort of longevity of the union, to set precedent for the union. They don't want players to be able to essentially cut short contracts and accept less money because I mean, in the future they're concerned about players essentially being exploited and manipulated or coerced into cutting short a contract. In accepting less money than they're entitled to, so there's there's a virtue behind what they're doing in terms of what their objectives are, but with respect to Giovanni Desantis, let's be real—he's taken so much money from the LA Galaxy that he was never really earned. So right.
0: yeah, I think if he gets six, has <laughs> mi-
3: been exploited if, by if, anyone?
0: If, yeah, that's and isn't that the case? If if you look at his his total contract, if he gets paid six million dollars this year, I believe it's twenty-three million dollars that he has gotten from the LA Galaxy over the life of his contract. Um, right now I think it's at $17 million, so basically the that $6 million is, thing. That
3: is a king's ransom. It is.
0: It is. And, and quite honestly, now you've seen it hurt the Galaxy last year in terms of what they weren't able to do during the summer. And we talked about the summer transfer window. Most teams in Major League Soccer got better at the summer transfer window. The LA Galaxy didn't because they didn't have any room. They had nothing that they could do. They could, there was nothing they could use. So when you look at that, that's saying, okay, is he going to hurt them again this summer? Because quite honestly, with if – Giovanni Dos Santos took a buyout for $6 million. The Galaxy would free up $1.5 million in targeted allocation money. That $1.5 million in targeted allocation money could be used probably for two players above that max budget. Max budget this year, I think, is $530,000. So basically, you can go above that, take the 1.5, divide it by 2, 750, two players at $750,000. Yeah,
3: which would essentially be, imagine if we had, like, a two additional Ola Kamaras. Like, what will we do? And how good would the team be
0: if, you, if you, we if you had can put two, two yeah.
3: players... Each with like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like you could think of that as an Ola Kamara or
0: or Van Dam actually came at like eight ten eight fifty yeah. whenever he came in. So that's the like, type of player you could get.
3: Like imagine how useful Yelvan Dam would have been last season if he was if he was in if he was into it.
0: And and there. now the other part of this or the flip side of it or the thing that you're sort of looking at that sort of extends past that um, is that Giovanni dos Santos also takes up an international slot. And the LA Galaxy currently pinned with the eight international slots. Now, we're expecting somebody to get a green card. Um, we still expect that that somebody might be Roman Alessandrini. Um, there's, there's a thought in Roman's head that uh-huh. perhaps if he gets a green card, that maybe he could play for the US Men's National Team.
2: Oh. All
0: right, yes, that's that's an actual thing that might actually be happening. Uh-huh. I know, Kevin's gonna be so mad. He was like, he was like hey, he was like, I wanna tell everybody that. I'm like, no, you don't get to. Um, <laughs> So so we'll get more into that, but I mean, you know, whether that's on the chance of happening is a completely different argument, but that at least in his mind is something that he might want to do. So Aww. you're looking at a guy who wants to spend long-term time in the United States as a resident of the United States, wouldn't count it as an international slot, and then would try to play his way onto the U.S. men's national team, which is interesting to think. I
3: just think it's so, I mean, I know that everyone is very cynical with respect to players and their national affiliations in terms of how they switch allegiances and pit national teams against one another. But I would like to say that I think it is so sweet that Roman sandrini has embraced living in Los Angeles the way that he has and how he well, big has Big round of applause lived. for that. He loves this city so much, like so much more than just the sign or everything like that. If you look at his Instagram account, I mean, he is just enamored with this country and the league and the team. And right. he wants so much to do his best job. And it is so disheartening to see well, a player like him be um, shortchanged at um, the expense of perhaps you know, the, the front office trying to more cynically pay money to get...
0: It, it, you know, uh. it's it's contracts. I mean, it, it comes down to contracts. Listen, I mean, if you follow the NBA, you know, there's things as bad contracts, and that those teams yeah, yeah. trade those bad contracts yeah. or try to get rid of them, and yeah. people pay off. I mean, the problem is in the NBA, you sort of have seen people pay off those contracts on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no Chivas, Chivas USA to offload Juan Pablo and Hell anymore. Um, so you know, the Galaxy are really stuck in this, and quite honestly. If you're looking at this from the MLS perspective, I'm of the opinion that MLS shouldn't bail the Galaxy out. I mean, you're going to have to play by the rules on this because they made the contracts. Right. They have to deal with it. I mean, if you're looking for the overall health of the league and Paul Tenorio goes in and outside of trying to connect um, the Nigel De Jong deals and the uh, Zlatan Ibrahimović deals, which, by the way... I don't
3: understand at all. That. You can't
0: connect those. And and this is why you can't... He, he's basically making the argument that the Galaxy have been playing with de facto fourth designated players for the last two years, um, and what you saw in each of the other two situations, certainly if Giovanni dos Santos goes down to 1.5 million and they somehow make that work, and he, I would agree with Paul that you're looking at a de facto. Designated fourth. player, fourth designated player. Okay, that's Who fine. will
3: contribute nothing to our team?
0: Probably yeah. not. I mean, you know, there's always miracles. All right. the miracle on ice. There's. I think that's it. That's sure. the only miracles I know of. Um, but you, you look at that and you say, okay, well, Nigel Young got bought out from his contract at AC Milan, I believe, um, and they gave him a whole bunch of money. And then Bruce Arena said, okay, you come over and we're not going to pay you that much. But if you play a certain amount of games and a certain amount of triggers, then we're going to go ahead and make you a designated player the next year. Ugh. All right. Now, this was a deal that basically was being on the back of that AC Milan money. This is something that Gio could do technically. You take the money the Galaxy are going to give you and then go play for a reduced rate somewhere, somewhere else. and prove yourself, which probably he doesn't want to do, prove yourself to then be you know, a good player and you can earn another contract that way. That's what Nigel DeJong came in. And then basically the Galaxy decided, and and above Bruce Arena's head, as we've talked about many times, the Galaxy decided they didn't want Nigel DeJong as a designated player. And Bruce Arena and his staff has said, uh, Dave Sarekin among them, said that if Nigel DeJong would have stayed with the LA Galaxy in 2016, 2016? Yes, 2016. uh, In 2016, the Galaxy would have won MLS Cup. That was from Bruce Serena and, and Dave Sarek, and they've said that. So then they decided that that didn't happen. Now, that was, a, that was above Bruce Serena's head that that happened, and so that all goes away. Now you look at Zlatan Ibrahimovic, which, again, Paul Tenorio start, starts to, tries to point out is a de facto fourth designated player. No, he's not. He was coming off an injury.
3: A horrible, a horrible injury. Horrible thank injury. Thank you.
0: He's coming off a horrible injury, and he agreed to play, pay play for $1.5 million. That's the contract. It was 1 year at $1.5 million. That's a that's a good contract. There's nothing goofy about that contract. There's nothing that they're trying to sneak around, but they got Zata. Now what happens after he performs?
3: Right. So I mean, this is a very much a situation that hindsight is 2020. 20. Everyone thinks Oh, in retrospect, it was obvious that Zlatan was going to do what he was going to do for the LA Galaxy because he's Zlatan. But in reality, he was playing for Manchester United at the time, and there was articles being published in England who were saying, they were saying at the time, the only reason he was still signed for the team was because of his relationship with Jose Mourinho from all their years in Italy together. And a lot of people were saying he would never play soccer again. And there was a legitimate expectation that this is a guy who is in his mid to approaching late 30s, coming off of an ACL injury, which can end careers. And a lot of people saying, this is a guy who will never play soccer again. So he signed for the LA Galaxy. And for those of you who have read his autobiography, which I know is ghostwritten, but as you know, very much his attitude embodies his views of the world. Money was literally the last thing on Zlatan's mind when he came to MLS. The man has earned in the course of his career uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, okay? So the, the the notion that he would be deterred from what he saw in his life as his objectives, and for those of you who know, and I've raised this a number of times, he's a huge fan of Muhammad Ali and United States sports and of our sports culture, and he always envisioned himself coming to this country and being a champion, okay? So if that is your mind and you are on and you have a view of yourself and your life and how you want to finish your career, then no negotiation of 1.5 million versus 3 million versus 4 million is going to deter you from that goal and you guys know that as well as I do because you've seen Zlatan play soccer and you know how that man achieves what he wants to achieve
0: yeah yeah it's it's it, exactly no i mean I, I think you're you're right on there so you look at that so again we can't really we can't sit there and link those two contracts to anything that's going on with Giovanni Dos Santos the bottom line is the Dos Santos contract is a horrible contract um it's one that should probably should have never been re-signed although you certainly look maybe there were some signs that he really did perform one year and then that was sort of the re that was the year that they decided to re-up okay it was always pushing a a square peg in a round hole there's still no spot on this roster i'm convinced for him there's no place in the starting lineup for him let's say he was 100 healthy where's he gonna play i don't have a spot on the roster i've never had a spot on the roster they didn't know where to play him in barcelona they didn't know where to play him Anywhere he has gone, I still don't know where to play him. Um, and so right now, I think that he could take over for Antuna on the wing. That's that's <laughs> that's my that's the only spot. Where else? Who else are you going to remove off the field? You're going to remove off
3: uh, Sebastian gonna, Legette? This is going to be an awesome test for GBS, right? right. We are really going to see what GBS is made of because we're going to know really early in the season. Whether or not. Whether or not GBS is for real because if Geo does not play – he does not play well. If GBS does not bench him, then you know that something is amiss. But if GBS sees a poor performance and puts his butt in the bench, then you know GBS is for real and that he's here to win and he's not playing games and he's not letting no L-Tree influence, you know, involve itself in the L.A. Galaxy management. And he's just like... Are you going to perform, or are you not going to perform? Right? Well,
0: and, and I think that that sort of feels like that, thats the way that he, he's sort of yeah. leading all that. So, so it makes it makes a bunch of sense for me. Um, there's no right answer here on this contract. There's no um, silver bullet. There's nothing that I can tell you that I know of behind the scenes that anything's going on. It seems like the LA Galaxy are trying to restructure that contract. Whether or not they're, they're going to deem that as legal, I don't know. Um, I also can't tell you what the, uh, what the repercussions are if the Galaxy aren't roster compliant yeah. by March 1st, which is the roster compliance date.
3: Yeah, what happens? Do we not play games? Do well, we, so, do we for- forfeit yes, our wins? Yes,
0: you could forfeit games. Um, you could lose points. You could be fined. All of these things are things that are a possibility for the LA Galaxy. Um, somebody said if the LA Galaxy win um, win MLS Cup after still having to forfeit games or give up points, then, you know, best season ever. Right. Um, you know, the whole deal. But bottom line is they're not, they're not going to let them play. The one option that sort of remains out there that I think people have dismissed is alone. That they could literally gift him somewhere. But again, with a no trade clause, can you get Giovanni Dos Santos to do something?
3: Right. Because I don't think that Joe... I don't think... If I'm Gio... I will, I, I don't want to go on I'm in my perfect position, dude. I'm living the life. I'm in LA. My family is here. Right. I have... I'm in the center of one of the most thriving Latino communities in this entire country. I have the best restaurants in the world the most incredible weather there is
0: really great night cl- clubs and alcohol so incredible i've heard Incredible
3: nightclubs and alcohol the most gorgeous women that exist <laughs> why would i leave
0: yes absolutely no i mean and so that's sort of the thing and and as this goes and we're going to find something out probably not after this weekend i know that there's supposed to be a meeting um that's going on with mls headquarters and a sort of understanding what that is but it doesn't seem it's likely we're going to find out what that is um at least not on monday uh Maybe towards Thursday and Friday we have a good idea. But, again, the clock is counting here. We know that we're you know, you're under the gun. There are, um, let's see if I have it right, it's 14 days until the match against Chicago from right now on Saturday, which means that basically you have 13 days to be roster compliant. That's it. That's all that's left for this LA Galaxy team now is to be roster compliant. They have four designated players totally within the rules, allowed to have four designated players right up until that March 1st date in which you have to be roster compliant. So that's that's really that's where we have you know the, the whole thing. So I'll, uh, Wendy, I'll, uh, i I want to get Larry on here before we, we close up, but I want to I want to ask you. Um, you said you're feeling optimistic. I
3: am feeling optimistic. You heard me
0: talking about the LA Galaxy in the Western Conference and, yep. and where they play. So if you had to figure out where you think the LA Galaxy land in the Western Conference right now, where is that?
3: I predict. The Pre- LA I predict
0: predictions known to be wrong. Yes.
3: Wait, so do you want
0: I want to I want of the
3: playoffs or end of the, end of the regular season? End of
0: the regular season. End
3: of the regular season I predict LA Galaxy are third in the Western Conference. Third in
0: the Western... Who are the who are the two teams in front? Uh, do you uh, do you know? Or? I
3: think it's possible. Uh-huh. That one of them could be LAFC.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. That other team, LAFC. Yes, I know. I know. Hey, what is what is what is you have to say their name on occasion. I, I refuse to not say it, um, even if their their stadium is sort of devoid of feeling. I know. It is. It's, very, it's a concrete, very, very antiseptic
3: feeling. Yeah, it's, it's not fun. Say, not yeah. fun. No.
0: Um, okay, so so LAFC is LAFC. One, possibly, and and maybe another team. Do you think Portland? Well,
3: I think that one of those Northwest, either Seattle or Portland. So I'm guessing. But,
0: but but not Vancouver, right? No. Okay, good. Just one of the Vancouver's a train wreck. We're gonna go with that as far as long season, as you. Every
3: season there team that's a train wreck that's going through its own psychological hurdle it was the
0: la galaxy the last two years it was last okay, yeah just, we've had
3: we've had our serving although i would say also orlando had some issues last season as well all right but,
0: all right yes but absolutely. yeah so
3: i mean i would say probably portland and lafc but in the playoffs who knows what happens because if we have a healthy slot on we can crush all comers
0: there you go that's how it is all right everybody big hand for wendy thomas all right somebody grab larry larry Larry, over. Yeah, you, Larry. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Larry Morgan not on Twitter. By the way, I wanna I, come. Sit down. Have a seat. Put on the headphones. You can. You can hang in there. Um, you don't have to put on the headphones if you want. You can leave them off. I don't
4: care. I can put them on.
0: All right. All right. Everybody, big round of applause for Mr. Larry Morgan not on Twitter. All right. All right. Larry loves that nickname, by the way. I would just like to point out and make sure you get nice and close to it. All right. You have a nice booming deep voice, Larry. By the way. Larry, tell the tell the story. You used to be a, a DJ for in college, right? Yes, I did. The college yes, radio was. DJ voice. You can hear it. It's those deep, sultry tones. No, it, it
4: was much better back then. It Was yeah, much better.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, I can't tell you how long ago that was either. It was. It was about 1902. For, the radio quite. had just come across. Not quite. Oh, not quite. <laughs> 1970,
4: 1971. I'll I was. Say cl-
0: that. I was close. Uh, Larry, uh, by the way, in case you didn't know, <laughs> has been covering the uh, covering soccer. In Southern California here for how many
4: years? Uh, About 40 years. I saw Johan Cruyff play with the LA Aztecs. LA Aztecs going all the way back Still the best player I have seen yet. But smoked cigarettes In in, in the
0: locker room afterwards.
4: That's the one image I'll never forget of him. He smoked like a chimney in the uh, locker room. He really did. Of course, he died of lung cancer. Is that I, right? I believe yeah. so,
0: yes. yes. Smoked so. like
4: a chimney. And I've never seen many athletes smoke in the locker rooms, but he was one of them, and he smoked like crazy.
0: Yep, I, I can see that. Um, yeah. So anyway, so Larry, you and I now, uh, you've actually seen this team I think more than I have uh, this preseason because we've been sending you out. Larry does an awesome job writing for cornerofthegalaxy.com. Uh, fills in on occasion. Uh, whenever uh, I can't find a co-host, literally last person. I'm about
4: 10th on his list. Yeah,
0: I go all the way down. I'm like, I guess, Larry, if you're not doing anything. Um, but, no, Larry Larry has been doing a, a great job filling in, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Larry loves me. It's okay. Um, Larry. I wouldn't say loves, loves you. Love is borderline. Tolerates Toler- you, puts up, Yeah. Larry, uh, what do you think so far of what you've seen, and, and sort of just give me sort of the some of the maybe some of the players that have sort of, or maybe some of the general themes that you've seen in in the two games I think you've seen. Yeah.
4: Well, of course, training too. Training, yeah. Uh, of course, the one, you know, training is closed to the media, but being as tall as I am, a strapping six four, right over right over the um, fence. I can see over the fence a little bit. Yeah. I can peek every now and then. Uh, the one the one impression I have about this team so far is it's going to be extremely fit. Okay, yeah. And a lot of that is because of the new fitness coach, Javier Valdecantos. uh, The murderer, the assassin, the butcher, whatever you want to call him. uh, It's going to be extremely fit. We saw that in the scrimmage against Vissel Kobe. We saw that in the uh, preseason match against Toronto. They're already at a very high level of fitness, which is very impressive.
0: Yeah, it it seems to be that way. Um, I know you and I both had some, some pretty positive impressions of Antuna. But you saw him before very, I saw very him. Very quick
4: feet. Yeah. Very quick feet.
0: I mean, what do you think he's going to bring on that on that left side?
4: Uh, you know, certainly, yeah. cer- cer- you know, certainly, much needed speed. Pardon. No, I got it. You just keep talking. I'm trying to I'm trying to direct traffic see you while you're it doing all over the yeah. place. I'm going, Eric, the Eric, there. See,
0: I'll just oh, do it over the whole thing. Yes, I, I needed him for a second. So the no, you keep talking. The, sheet, yeah. the man with the blue sheet. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Uh, certainly he's he will bring a much. Uh, much-needed element of speed on the wing, which they didn't have last last year. Of course, they would have had it with Lejeune, he was hurt much of the year. Right. But he's certainly going to bring that element to the offense this year. But like I said, very quick feet, um, and he's he's going to want the ball. I mean, we saw him saw him against. Toronto right waving his arms uh motioning, you know just giving the ball he's going to want the ball
0: yeah yeah no it, it seems like he's going to be a really good addition for for all of that so you know as as we're looking at Antuna I think he's one of the guys I think Quayle impressed us I mean that's that's sort of the ones that we've uh, we've looked at and sort of talked a little bit um at as as we continue to sort of uh, you know look at how this team is developing um uh, I'll, I'll say this, Larry. I'll ask you this question. As you did a good job of avoiding that cord that we're pulling around, we're doing all sorts of stuff, to Larry. We're testing his concentration right now. Um, That's tough for an old man. Too. It, I'll tell you, uh, Guillermo Barichaloto. Wh- I mean, this seems like the galaxy. I, I will say this, and I mean this with you know all due sincerity. The galaxy lucked out by f- by the Porter deal falling apart, um, and Guillermo Barichaloto coming in. He seems like he's the real deal.
4: Yeah, I mean. You know, I've told people I'm very optimistic about this team for one reason that's Guillermo Beros Scalotto. Yes. And has, has nothing, no detraction at all towards Siggy or Dominic, who I had much respect for, but just the presence of this guy, his pedigree, I mean, what you can't see any anything bad about this guy I mean he's the reason I'm optimistic about this team he's the reason I think they will be in the playoffs yeah they will be competing for a cup
0: yeah he seems again just the the coaching staff that he was able to bring in it, to me feels like it's a difference maker um you know we talked about Valde but you know also his his evil twin brother who I'm sure is a really nice guy but he's going to be I the still evil can't twin. tell him
4: apart the, I still can't
0: my wife says and she's here so she can confirm this uh, uh, Gustavo has more relaxed hair all right. I don't know what that means yet, but I'm gonna figure it out eventually, and, and we're going we're all gonna figure it out. Uh, I know that the uh, spectrum. Now how,
4: how can you tell relaxed hair? What is relaxed well, hair? I mean, your... you, I mean, yours is thinning, right? But how can you tell relaxed hair? Uh, Larry colors his hair. I that do was, not. That... I do not. I'll give you a story. Give you a story. True story. When Bruce Arena was head coach of this team, he comes walking out to training one day, and he sees me, and he looks at me and goes, "What color is that hair?" And I said, I don't color my hair. And then I said, and Bruce, and if I did, at least I have hair to color. Yes. And that shut him up. Yes. That shut him which, up. Which, by I the way. I enjoyed that, by the way. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, if you can get Bruce to be quiet yes. for a second and not respect, you won the day. So that, w- that was all good. Yeah. And Bruce enjoyed that. Uh, he did. That back he smiled. He laughed. Um, But no, I, I mean, I, now I don't even know what we were talking about. About, no. about your thinning hair. No, that wasn't it. I'm almost positive that wasn't it. Um, and this is all real by the way, this is all real. Yeah, I know. Larry. Larry's are you looking for a date? No, Labor? no, no no, I mean, no, I just no, no.
4: Oh no, I'm looking for a Miss, beer. Mrs. No, no. Larry
0: Morgan not on Twitter yeah, isn't right, here. That's Does she right. need to I mean, chaperone no. you? <laughs> Um, but no, I, I mean, you see, you sort of see, you know, with Guillermo Berescalo, you, you see what he's doing, you see what he's trying to do, and you, you feel like there's a confidence behind that.
4: And he's really brought a sense of discipline with this team, too. It's I the mean, timing thing, the right? The schedule that these guys are on. I mean... You're not late. You're not was, late. You, you, it's yeah, down to the minute, yeah. and you better not be late. And media availability <laughs> is very restricted, know, especially after two days. Right. Oh, boy. I mean, it's, you were very lucky if you got any players for interviews at all.
0: Yeah, it, it, it seems that way. All right, well, Larry, um, I'll let you go, all right? I thank you for, for stopping by. I know you wanted to uh, stop by. Everybody, uh, Larry Morgan not on Twitter. Make sure you don't follow him on Twitter because he's not on there. Um, but if you have anything, you can hashtag it with Larry Morgan Not on Twitter, and I actually follow those, just in case you were wondering. So I will, I will relay it to you. So you love
4: to call me that. Don't I do.
0: You? It's my favorite thing. We're gonna get T-shirts made with Larry Morgan no, Not on Twitter. Not. I swear to God.
4: No, you're not. Who
0: would buy a Larry no, Morgan Not no. on Twitter T-shirt? No, no,
4: no, no. no. That's no. like
0: seven hundred dollars for me. I counted me.
4: like two people that out was, there.
0: That was a just thousand. Two. A thousand people just raised their hand, and that's like seven hundred dollars for me. So you're just good luck on that. You know I wouldn't share that money with you. Of I would, course, I not. would try to keep of it with the podcast. Not. All right. Um, so anyway, thanks, Larry. I appreciate it. Um, yep. Thanks, Josh. Uh, I appreciate it. Eric, you want to come back here? I think what we'll do. I know. Do you want to? You want to be out there? Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Yeah. You, you. You surprised me. Go. ahead. try now.
2: Check one, too. Yes. All right. I'm out here with the people. I'll stay out here.
0: Okay. you st- Just don't go too... You know, watch the. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm aware of how okay. speakers work. Thank you. Okay. So, basically, we, we've basically concluded the show, but we wanted to give you guys a chance to, to talk to us a little bit and ask us some questions. It can be Galaxy-related. Um, it can be podcast-related. It could be anything really um, you want to know. So, if you have a question, come see Eric, um, and somebody needs to stand up and do this. Otherwise, this is going to be a, a horrible thing. Okay. We can also... I was going to say gosh,
2: what he puts in his hair yeah, to make it so relaxed. So My hair is not
0: relaxed. That's okay, exactly okay. the, that's, that's the problem. It's not relaxed. And Michaela's my wife is over there shaking her head, not relaxed. There's like seven products he puts in his hair to make it the way it does. Uh, most of those thickening agents. Thank you very much. Where's that spray paint you put on the top? I would use that. We're getting to that point here pretty soon. So I don't know. Yeah, anybody have any questions about the galaxy? Come on up. Come on up. See Eric. All right, because otherwise the people on the on the podcast later are going to be like, I didn't hear that question. Then they'll turn it off. and I would say we
2: are, Our first question coming from someone with a panda and pato shirt. So already did, did, we
0: know this person's probably yeah. a little unhinged. We're, we're, all in. we're all in here. That's a horrible shirt, sir, but thank you. <laughs> I appreciate your support. Yes, uh, what's your question?
2: for Antuna is that a just a season long loan or is there an option to buy at the end of it
0: there seems to be that's a good question there seems to be an option to buy now granted it's MLS so we never really know what the contracts are although we can talk to certain people and they can tell us things but it seems like that is an there's an option to buy on that what that option would be no idea remember you're dealing with one of the richest teams in the world with Manchester City uh, you know that could be million because he's 21 years old. I have no idea what that could be. Um, It's going to depend on his performance. If he really comes out and performs, that's great for the Galaxy this year. Probably not so great for next year. The chance of extending it for another year on loan might be a real thing that could happen. So if you remember, Juninho came originally to the LA Galaxy on loan. He played really well, and they extended that loan for another season. I think that went on for about two or three years before they finally were able to purchase him because Sao Paulo just didn't didn't want him at that point. They were like, "We don't have any place for it." And that's how it goes. So, there's always these options to buy, but for right now with Antuna, that seems that sort of seems where it's at. We'll see how he performs. 21 years old, El Tri. There's a chance that his his playing time and his ability could really inflate that price. So, We'll see. Eric, is there go harass go other people into asking
2: questions. All right, we got one more. Yeah, yeah. The, the mic cord doesn't move very far, yeah, so you're going to have to come to me. The feedback might be an issue as well. We're,
0: we're just we're right on the edge. You're right
4: on the edge. So uh, with Antuna again, do we know how much of his salary that we're picking up? And also with Gio on a loan? Could we loan him to some team and just say, we'll give him to you for free? In fact, we'll pay you to take him? Yes. And then it wouldn't count against our cap?
0: It depends. It, the, the cap space and, and whether or not that counts um, is kind of up to MLS and interpretation. Usually if a player's on loan, you can remove that player from your space, even if you're paying for that player on loan.
2: R.I.P. Joao. Yeah,
0: <laughs> poor Joao Pedro. Oh, yeah. Eric, Eric just Drink can't one. handle Drink it. Drink one for him. Yeah, I know. I was, was, was going to say. So um, let's see. Who are the two people who asked questions already? Make sure see my wife. She's going to give you something that we have that that was in the studio that I don't want it. So she's got free stuff for you. Go see her. <laughs> Free stuff.
2: I was gonna say these are special prices. These are special hand, prices hand that, picked. That,
0: that that I can't find. So just yeah, just pick anything. There you go. There's there's lots of stuff. Let them pick. I don't care. It's say incentivize the incentivize. Questions. I, like the, I, w- I will bribe people for questions. All right. Here's here's another question.
2: Uh, hi, this is Dimitri, and. Uh, What's up with the goalkeeping situation? I heard that Bingham is gonna have to fight for his job here. So, uh, are they planning on getting somebody else, or what, what are we doing?
0: I don't think there's. It, to me, there's no goalkeeping situation. Uh, to me, Bingham is the is the number one, um, and because he's the number one, yeah, there's other people who are going to be looking at the at that position as a possibility they can move in it. But when you look at it, uh, Matt Lampson is the number is the clear number two um so there to me it doesn't feel like there's any that there's any argument there's also no argument in my mind that Bingham isn't the overall number one and that he won't be better than he was last year only because there's actually a defense in front of him look at the number look at the numbers so far in the preseason I think he's had one goal scored off of him in in terms of how it's been played and granted that's not a Bingham thing that's a defense thing the defense has been better
2: and that's something that we've said also is that if you have gripes with Bingham, it's not necessarily with Bingham. It's what's the support that's in front of
0: Oh, him. I'm told all the time that Bingham's the worst goalkeeper in the world. I have a feeling it has, sort of has his, his San Jose heritage. It creeps into people's <laughs> minds a little bit on a, on occasion. But for my mind, David Bingham is a perfectly serviceable goalkeeper. I'll tell you this. He falls within the the middle of the pack in in goals against, but he also faced more shots, the second most number of shots out of any goalkeeper last year. Um, only uh, what was his name Evan Bush um, up in Montreal. Sounds right. Yeah, Evan Bush or John Bush.
2: Jack checked her. We'll get
0: that one. one of those. It's <laughs> I don't know. It's other teams' players. I don't pay attention to other this teams' is players. LA
2: Galaxy podcast. That's
0: right. That's what I said. I don't have enough headspace to try to figure <laughs> out all that stuff and, and memorize all that stuff. So um, that's it. Who else wants free stuff and wants to ask a question? It could be about podcasting. Let's say
2: we got one more. With okay, good. Greatest best podcast in the galaxy T-shirt. That's here, re- that's good already. Gets,
0: that's, that works for me so uh, so i'm wondering why is beckham why is uh,
2: beckham getting a statue before donovan
0: oh yes yes this is a great question hot topic hot topic um, that, that that's something that's uh, that by the way yeah all the way in the back all right um, i'll tell you this it, it, oh volume up did it did it go away a little bit did it oh is that better okay Oh, oh, higher? Okay, we'll tr- we'll try. We'll see where we can go. Is that it? We'll keep twisting the knot. Okay, let's try that. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this: that I think that if you were going to put a statue out in front, it's it's tough to say that David Beckham deserves the first one. He certainly deserved a statue, and that's fine. But I'll also say this. And you made this point, Eric. I don't want to steal your point.
2: Thank you. I'm okay. right here.
0: But uh, but uh, but For I'll, steal I'll, my I'll uh, yes, exactly. And to hold
2: the microphone and
0: to hold the microphone. Um, I'll tell you this: that if you're going to make it out front and it's going to be a tourist attraction, that you can't do better than David Beckham. Um, people are going to, as the Cristiano Ronaldo statue would certainly prove. I was going to say,
2: Mama and Papa Hammer will tell you.
0: Yes, they, they made the track. They made the track to, yeah. the, to, that, to that famous statue. The famous statue. Where one part of the statue say, is, is a little cleaner than the rest of the sta- say, uh, less it's a a statue. It's a family show. It's a family okay, show. Okay, just one of those things. My kids uh, are here. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, so, I mean, I, I honestly think that David Beckham could have the same problem. Absolutely. In, in, the, in, in this very thing. So, for me, yeah, I think if I was going to do this, I would have sat there and said, okay, I'm going to put five statues up to start this and here are my 5 and it's going to be you know Landon Donovan it's going to be Kobe Jones it's going to be Mauricio Cienfuegos Robbie Keane Robbie Keane and David, David Beckham, Beckham i mean five. that that makes sense but that's also a lot of money and that's yes. a lot of things
2: brass is expensive this you know in this brass. economy in
0: this economy you can't you can't that's right that's how it goes so um I know that David Beckham is going to be doing... uh, They're going to be unveiling a field, a a turf field they're doing. That's going to be on the day before. So Beckham, it looks like he's going to be in town for the statue unveiling, which is kind of cool. There, it also looks like and I know I've seen the complaints that you're also putting a statue up of another team's owner, but you have to be able to segregate that in your mind (laughs) with what David Beckham did for the league. And granted, if you're MLS and you put a David Beckham statue out in front of MLS headquarters, nobody argues. Everybody goes, well, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? It's just the fact that it's in front of an and, and. I'll be honest with you. David Beckham retired before Landon Donovan. So, if you want to say, "Hey, if it's a certain, if it's like a Hall of Fame vote, then yeah, Beckham yeah. gets into the Hall of Fame before Donovan does," that's just because of the when he retired.
2: It's more of a timing thing. So, I agree. I think you know, time removed from Beckham, it seems like his his he's, his star is kind of circling back. Right. Landon Donovan still,
0: I was just, still a player. Still he's still playing player. professional soccer yeah. right yeah. now. Actually, cashing
2: checks in San Diego.
0: Yeah, oh, it's crazy. Indoor soccer, Landon Donovan. So anyway, so that's what we have. All right, uh, last call on any questions. Got one more. Over one here. more. All right, I like it. We can go more if there's more. You can, you just, you have to come up to the microphone if you want. Okay, go ahead. Yes, sir. Speaking of a DPS, uh, so when we get a slot or Two open, you know, in the next couple of years. So we try to target someone like on the uh, caliber of Alessandrini or Zlatan. It depends on who you're trying to replace. I mean, uh, if you're trying to replace Zlatan, then you need to go with probably a big name. Now I know people don't like that. People are like, oh no, you go to South America where the talent is is undervalued and you can get you know the one of their best players for. You know, just $2 million. That's amazing. You can do it. Then you could sell them afterwards, and all that makes sense, except that in Los Angeles, and I know that this is the case, except for this podcast because you all showed up without stars, but in (laughs) Los Angeles, you need stars. Um, And quite honestly, Zlatan Ibrahimovic sells out stadiums, and you can argue with that all you want. Um, Robbie Keane was a star, and maybe he wasn't the star on the same level as as Beckham or Zlatan, and you're not going to get those stars all the time. But Robbie Keane sold tickets, and people sat down. Landon Donovan sold tickets. You need somebody who sells tickets. Does a Miguel Almirón come in and sell tickets in Los Angeles? He probably does. He does a great job on the field, but he doesn't sell tickets. There is always that thing. You always want the best product on the field. But in Los Angeles, in a competitive entertainment marketplace, with another team that's across the way, you need to steal thunder every time i say yeah, the other I was team say, just, you i don't, don't even, even have
2: to say the name, name
0: it's just it's crazy but, all right
2: but i think it's the best of both worlds and then that's the beauty of having 3 dp slots is the galaxy are always going to try to have a big name and that's just the nature of the market but you also the way the league is changing you are going to have a miguel amarone type player an alessandrini type player that's the type of player that you want and if those players come and you start winning of course that's going to bring fans in. If they hear that this team is winning, they're doing well. Let's see what's going on. But the big name is always going to attract players. And I think it works vice versa. The Galaxy is always going to be a name that attracts big players as well.
0: They, as long as they don't do what they did the last two years, that's a correct <laughs> yeah, statement. Well, that's a course correction. They made it, it and, and I think you're getting there. All right. Last question? Last question. One,
2: one more. One more. Here we go. Man with the crown. Thank you. All right. it's a, is it your birthday? It
0: is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday yes all right eric will do a really awesome striptease for you later 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 not right now
2: uh, bit of a comment yes question uh, so uh i know nobody here loves geo
0: right of course uh wow, you said his name good good luck to you sir I, know,
2: I mean i gotta get some kind of reaction that's right i understand uh, <laughs> yes. uh, so anyone or you or your comments you ever thought that maybe this whole geo moving him to a 1.5, uh, 10 million deal, whatever. It's like a relationship move because, you know, like he just named. Him. We want to sign big players always. Right. You never know who Gio knows. You never know who his dad has on the phone book. So maybe this is like, hey, you not want, you weren't wanted anywhere. So we're gonna give you till the summer to right. figure it out. You know, and you know, if if it doesn't happen, then you gotta go.
0: Okay. So here's what I'd say. I don't think it would be a relationship move. And, and but I don't just. I think the move that they might be looking at is more on the lines of maybe they're going to get something out of Giovanni dos Santos maybe you can get 1.5 million dollars worth granted all the money you've already thrown in the trash can lit on fire burned to keep warm um you've already done that with Gio now can you get $1.5 million out of him? I mean, in 2017, he wasn't a horrible player. Remember, I think he had but, double digits in assists and goals.
2: But you also factor in the rest of the 2017 yeah. Galaxy team. And that's it, they were horrible. Not a big help.
0: No, no, it was. So, I mean, there's not a lot of positives. Can you find a silver lining in the Giovanni Dos Santos? No, you can't. It's, there's no silver <laughs> lining. This is the one place where you can't. But could he come out and have a good half season for the Galaxy and then find himself going somewhere? Yeah, maybe. Are the Galaxy betting on that? I don't think they are. I just think they're trying to get out from underneath the $6 million contract and f- trying to find a way for it. L- I think if the Galaxy were allowed to have four designated players, they would let him play out his contract for this next year and be done with them. And that would be it, but they can't. The so that doesn't work. But well, being they added Zlatan and yep. they said, hey, you get to be a DP now, um, you know, you're not going to go to Ramon and, and restructure. We've already said that. We've said that that was likely at one point. It's just not going to happen. Ramon's not going to entertain that, nor should he. And so that's fine. Uh, you're not going to renegotiate, you know, Jonathan Del Santos, especially being he says he signed for, like, 17 more years, it feels like. Um, <laughs> he says three more years, basically. So this, next, this year is his first of the next three years, which, by the way, if we look at contracts, means that he signed, what, a five-year contract whenever he came, which is outrageous yeah. for Major League Soccer. Three years is about max whenever you look at, at MLS. So you look at all that stuff. You know, you only have one place to go, and you have to go to the underperforming asset. You have to go to Giovanni dos Santos, and quite honestly, you write him a check for six million dollars and you kick him out the door. But if he has the ability to not do that and that's, say, "No, you can't kick me out the door," then that throws everything else.
2: That's the kicker, and that—that's what I think is hanging hanging up the issue right now.
0: All right, all right. I think we're. I think this is it. I think we're done. This so is it. Can mo- move that microphone on right. that side because Mike's going to need that because we're going to try Ooh, to do the end finish. again. Yeah, big finish. Ooh, hold your breath. Let's see if we can do this live. Um, Let's see. I'm gonna try to yeah go that way. Thank you. Perfect. All right. So um, first of all, thank you so much for coming out. We really appreciate it. I hope maybe this was this is a fun thing for you to do. Um, I know we enjoyed it. Eric and I enjoyed it. I know Wendy and, and Larry enjoyed it as well. Um, you know, again, if we do this again and we're actually able to have a game that's played just up the way, um, you know, maybe we could get some actual guests. So um, and that would actually be fun. We could we could talk here. It, w- it would have been great to hear from Dennis Tukosu or. Uh, or Chris Klein. I
2: was gonna say I could do an impression, but it probably won't be it, very. It won't, it, it won't go over very well. No, it won't. It won't. It won't go over
0: very well at all. So we can do all that stuff um, uh, another time. But you know the the support that you guys have shown the podcast. I see all the shirts, I see the scarves, all that stuff. It, you know it blows us away. We started doing this, or I started doing this in 2009. I didn't expect that people were edit, would ever listen. And by the way, in 2009 we were horrible. Just hor- don't ever go back and listen to those old ones. <laughs> They're really really bad. Um, whenever you take a look at all those, so. Um, you know, Jared Dubois and I did that for, for a while, and now we're up over 600 shows, uh, finally did our first live show here with Taps, which is, which is great and, and a bunch of fun, and we'll continue to try to do two shows every week throughout the season, and we'll top, you know, 700 shows this year. Um, So that's sort of our goal is to bring you the most LA Galaxy information behind the scenes that we can. That's why we lean on guys like Kevin Baxter, who writes for the LA Times. It's why we lean on guys like Larry Morgan, who's been covering the sport for so long. It's why we have, you know, really good sort of fan hosts with Eric and Wendy. Um, And we had uh, Delmi on earlier, and we're going to have other people who come in and fill in in these areas. And so with your support, we grow the YouTube channel. We grow the podcast. Everything keeps going, and we get to do more of these events and have a good time. And this turnout right here lets me know that if I do another event and we plan it right, that we can have another great turnout like this. So I I really appreciate everybody coming out. So a big round of applause for all of you.
2: And let's hear it for Josh for putting all his hard work and dedication into this podcast to give all the listeners and and Galaxy fans what they need. So we appreciate it from the fans' perspective as well.
0: Thank you. I always said uh, I do this for for you guys. Uh, The truth is I just like to hear my own voice. Um, But either way, it works out, and we all get what we need out of it. So, um, you know, I'm honored to be covering now my 11th season for the LA Galaxy, um, which means that I'm a lot older than I was when I started, and only Zlatan I think is is older <laughs> than me, or am I older than Zlatan? It's close, but basically Ashley Cole was my one guy I was I was younger than and I knew, and then he went and left me, and he enjoyed leaving, uh, and and laughing at me that I was I was the old one there, so. Uh, let's see. I think that about does it. We'll try to get out and uh, and do our, our normal closing here. So uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at JGESMAN, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N,
2: and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Eric, tell people where they can find you. If you're looking for me on Twitter, I'm at G-I-S Hammer. You can also follow me on Instagram, at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. Again, E-News, but for the Galaxy.
0: All right. And if uh, if you're looking for the podcast, galaxy.com for all of our articles, all of our podcasts, all of our, podcasts, all of our live shows, shows all of our products are right there so you can do it all right for mr eric the portuguese hammer vieira for larry morgan not on twitter for wendy big word thomas i'm josh Guessman. we hope you had a wonderful time thank you for coming and enjoy the
1: rest of your day you've been listening to the corner of the galaxy podcast on corner of the coming live from the brewery and barrel room in tustin california You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye everybody.